Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where tonight my friends and I will be playing the Vason role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. The scenario is called The Patronage of St. Elia. It was written by Thomas Bailey, who is also our game master, and this is a one-shot. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. Thomas? So we'll be starting in Castle Gillenkrutz. Uh, it's kind of a uh, uh, kind of an early June day, uh, so it's a, still a little bit cool outside. Uh, probably kind of in the in the fifties or so, uh, but the kind of the sun is out for, uh, for at least for a little while, at least before the the clouds come in. Um, it is then kind of the morning, so everyone's kind of going about their their morning routine. Uh, the morning post has arrived, um, and in that morning post, then uh, was a letter to Lieutenant Colonel Goren Gustafsson. Uh, yes, in fact, uh, it, uh, it's from an old friend. I haven't heard from him in a while. <clears throat> My old and dear friend Goran. I know it has been years since we last spoke. I pray you are not still angry about the unfortunate tincture added, uh, ending up in your drink before the ball at Baron. Uh, Yarna's place. We'll talk about that later, perhaps. Water under the bridge. No, alas, I do not wish to dwell on old times. I write because of a mystery that has occurred in the lonely village of uh, Koivu, where I have settled with my new wife and baby girl. It is a quiet village that has unfortunately come across a most bizarre circumstance. Our parish priest, Father Vladimir Razin, was brutally murdered. The local constabulary have judged it to be a robbery, as the priest's pectoral cross was missing. They tracked down a local vagrant named Vilho uh, when he was trying to sell the cross uh, to a jeweler in uh, uh, Rovaniemi. Uh, the jeweler was suspicious about Vilho's story of how he came to possess the cross and its condition. Vilho is set to be executed for the crime next month, though. Perhaps the constabulary is correct, but what was not posted in the papers makes me think otherwise. When the body was found, all of the icons in the church were covered with a coat of ash, and underneath the priest's body was a birch branch in the shape of Othalan Rune. Uh, if the rumors are true, you might be in a position to investigate this mystery and perhaps save the life of someone wrongfully imprisoned. Maybe even fulfill the promise uh, Cassius made us, made us swear in Skagen. Please come, if for no other reason than to share a fine bottle of wine. I remain your devoted friend, Friedrich Norseman. Well, I mean, he's a fairly trustworthy individual. I have uh, reason to doubt him. That's uh, Father, um, Father Albert. What do you think about this? And he's uh, he's kind of wiping some mud. Looks like he was outside. Um, uh, I'm not too too worried about this. Uh, it's probably just a robbery, although the the rune is strange. It's 
Do you know of some meaning to that? Perhaps we could ask Nicholas. Ah, the Othan rune. It does indeed bring dark tide, but of its true nature, I, it still eludes me. I believe this is worth investigating. Looks like it's something very old, much older than uh, Christianity, perhaps. Mm. Like a little fish. Mm. Nicholas, do you know of any of the uh, books in the library that might suggest something about a specific meaning of that rune in birch? I can certainly, I can certainly look. Uh, the fact that they kept it out of the papers is what makes me think that if your correspondent is telling us the truth, something's been covered up. Hmm. Uh, if you want to give me a learning and logic role, you can see if you can find something, uh, uh, Nicholas, in the uh, in the library. All right, that is four dice. Nope, nothing. Okay. There's not a lot of uh, information that you can find in terms of uh, giving you a detailed history of what the things might mean in terms of its overall uh, understanding within kind of Druidic culture. Uh, but you do know that the, the basic meaning of that symbol is one of uh, kind of patrimony or uh, heritage or inheritance. Hmm. A, sign, a sign of things passed down. That is what this rune means. Oh, as personal stuff, yes. I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Please. Uh, I was just curious whether Father Gilling had any association with ash covering icons. I can certainly um, see. I'm honestly not the, the biggest expert in that, but I can try and see what I can mm -hmm. dig up at the church. You could do a, a kind of a learning logic role as well if you want there, Father I can, Albert. I can try. <laughs> From what I know of these creatures, when they are scorned, they are very vindictive. Uh, perhaps it's a way of trying to deface, you know, the uh, the good Lord symbol uh, and to end up in such the hand of a robber of some kind that came through perhaps and dragged it away. They, at the very least, they seem to not have been after him for money. Mm. Uh, back when I was in the 37th 7th Regiment, we ran across a number of of uh, churches in the Balkan states that had been overrun by uh, Turks that had uh, defaced and gouged out the eyes of all of the icons. Um, this uh, Father uh, Razid um, doesn't sound like a Lutheran. I think they might be... Uh, Russian Orthodox or something like that up there. Anyways, this is a friend of mine, and um, I don't, have, he's not on my enemy list, despite what he did. Um, I, uh, I think that we should at least look into it. Perhaps there is an innocent man that's being accused of spillhole. Um, mm. We can't stand by and let an innocent man go to you know the gallows. Maybe not. Um, Harold, what what about you? Are you up to financing a uh, a journey up to good old what was the name of the village? Koivu, you said. Koivu. Absolutely. 
this story draws quite a bit of sympathy from me. I myself have been, well, everyone's felt beleaguered at one point or another, like everyone's blaming them. And uh, it certainly tugs at my heartstrings. Okay. Well, if he's guilty, he's guilty, and he should be brought to justice. But it seems rather, um, I mean, it's brutal murder, he said, a rather unusual brutal murder, though he didn't go into any kind of detail on that. Yes, I was curious about that as well, how exactly the priest was done in. And then the birch branch, that's very strange. It seems like a grudge, but if someone's after uh, after priests up here, I think I find myself up to the challenge. Very well, then it seems. Uh, assuming you all back me up, of course. <laughs> I don't see why not. Of course. It'll be a very fun adventure, let's say. Okay. Is there anything you guys want to do before you kind of pack up? Because uh, it is going to be a couple of days journey by, by steamer ship uh, in order to get up to, to Kovu. So before you guys leave, though, is there anything you guys want to do in preparation? Do we have a servant in the, um, in the building that assists us? Oh, yes, of course. Alcott Frisk is his name. Fisk uh, is good his old name. Alcott, yes. Have Alcott pack our things and get us ready. Um, yeah. Very well, good sir. Uh, would uh, uh, you want everything, or just uh, a couple well, of days? Not everything, journey? but I think that it's so. Uh, how long will it take? Two days to get up there. We uh, might be there a week. Okay. okay. Yes, sir. Uh, so ten days worth of clothes. Yes. Very good, sir. Uh. Okay. I mean, I'm rating whatever the wine stores are and making sure the cats have some extra food for the time we're away. Okay. All right. And I will be sure to bring along my um, personal things. Yeah. Harold uh, figures that he could buy anything that he wanted to, and like he always does, and he simply uh, plays the violin in a corner to himself, just contemplatively, philosophically. Mm. Yes. Okay. In addition to the uh, kind of the, the brief uh, journey into the the library that Niklas did, is there any other things you guys want to look up before you leave? Um, I'd like to see if there's any history of this village, Koivu. Okay. Uh, yeah, Especially, give me a learning yeah. the logic roll. Seven dice. Two successes. Two successes. Excellent. All right. Is there anything else anyone else wants to kind of look up? Um, how about this um this priest's last name, Razin? See if it's a noble family or okay. If it's uh, politically involved, because it could be a political thing. Okay. All right. Anyone else? Uh, with mm -hmm. the uh, the division of the church in there, would the church? Uh, the Lutheran Church kind of know that area, that rough demographic, or is that too far out? Uh, it's a little too far out. It is a, uh, Kovu is kind of a, uh, it's not a border town, but it is close to the border with kind of northern Sweden. Um, but it would not be an area you would have too much information on because it is an area that's um, kind of more, it's, it's Russian Orthodox as opposed to being uh, Swedish Lutheran. 
Okay. So, okay. Um, well, uh, so we got two successes by uh, Dr. Berglund and uh, then uh, Colonel. Yeah, if you could also, um, you can give me either because you're kind of looking more at uh, 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 kind of genealogy stuff. You can either give me a, uh, a learning or an inspiration role, which either you prefer. Inspiration. Oh, I'll go with learning. Okay. Uh, one six. Okay, so we got one six for the colonel and two successes for uh, the good doctor. So the good doctor, you are spending time in the library and you do come across an old chronicle um, written from the uh, what's known as the uh, the Tornio Lavra, the Tornio Monastery, um, hmm. and it has two mentions of this particular um, this particular town. And this is what you find from Abbot Daniel. But the magistrate promised to make full restitution to the Torneo Lavra. Number 6626. 17 September, Feast of St. Sophia and uh, her daughters, Faith, Hope, and Charity. Charming. We received news today that tells that fills us with great joy and great trepidation. Our God-loving Prince Sumblum will soon arrive at our lowly monastery to refresh himself and his mighty hosts before pushing back against the demonic Sami tribes who seek to destroy this land claimed for Christ. Yet we worry that his path will take him through Koivu, where a recent traveler reported a plague. May our true sovereign and his most gracious mother watch over our God-loving Prince Sumblum and protect him from all harm, physical and spiritual. 30 September, Feast of Gregory, the Enlightener of Armenia. Word has reached us that our noble and God-loving Prince Sumblum has been diverted northward to chase the impious Sami who slaughtered the people of Pello and offered their babes to sacrifice to Baal, just as Herod did to the children under two years of age in Bethlehem. And there's no comfort for Rachel. As with the righteous Job, we accept both the good and the bad from God. So too, a priest from the prince's house, Eliah, by baptism, cured the plague in Koivu when the blood of Christ he consecrated at the divine liturgy miraculously crystallized, fulfilling the words of our Lord that unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life within you. Hmm. Hmm. Magically plague-cured village. By somebody named Elia. Hmm. Okay. Um, and uh, Colonel, you did look up the name Razin. Uh, Razin is a, a name that, uh, it's a fairly common name, uh, but it does have roots in royal, not royalty per se, but more uh, princedoms, the boyars. Um, and it's more out in kind of the far western areas, or excuse me, eastern areas of Russia uh, is kind of where that family originally is from, uh, originally from one of the, the Khanates that were out there that were conquered um, in the uh, kind of the 15th century or so. Uh, so it is a name that has connotations to a um, uh, kind of quote unquote royal blood, uh, but not necessarily one that would point specifically to this individual himself. Right, there'd be no particular reason to attack a so it, it may simply be that the uh, the robber wanted the uh, expensive pectoral cross. It's probably made of gold or silver or 
perhaps uh, encrusted with jewels, uh, still kind of a foolish thing to try and pawn off to a jeweler. Yeah, those things tend to be rather specific to a locality or uh, also having brutally murdered the priest to waste time with bending a piece of birch wood and covering up the, you know, increasing the chance of being caught on the scene. You know, um, have I heard of any chemical or alchemical method of turning wine crystalline? Um, you're not aware of anything necessarily. Um, I mean, maybe if you added some, um, uh, maybe some mercury or something like that into, into it, it might uh, kind of crystallize a little bit, but not necessarily anything that would be of any substantial size. Mm, nor how that would cure any plague is far from clear. That's curious. It's, it's, it's interesting too, this Aaliyah. It's, I, I don't know that I've heard of them. It's performing a miracle like that, you'd think, you know, word would have reached far and wide. It's true, modern miracles, few and far between. No patron saint would be St. Elias, correct? The, uh, the one who flew up to heaven in a chariot of fire, the Old Testament. I mean, I do go to church, so <laughs> I do pay attention. <laughs> mm. Yes, that one. <laughs> we all know. We all know that one. <laughs> well, perhaps we will learn more when we get to the town. Perhaps Harold can uh, keep us entertained on the ship with his little uh, fiddle. <laughs> I hope they let me uh, play it on board. Mm. Is it a fiddle or a banjo? Uh, it is a fiddle. Uh, okay. Anything else you guys want to do in Uppsala? Mm. I kind of want to speak to um, Lieutenant Colonel. Didn't the first letter uh, mention some prior connection between him and the person writing it? Or am I mistaken? Well, yes. Yes. Uh, Frederick, uh, Frederick Northam. Northman was uh, a comrade in arms a uh, number of years ago when we were in the 37th Regiment. And uh, it's, it's somewhat of an amusing story, but he thought it would be funny to get me uh, intoxicated and uh, slip me a bit of a, some sort of drug. Uh, I became very suggestible, and he suggested a rather unusual thing and um i woke up three days later well water under the bridge as he says all in good fun you have you have left an intriguing detail out but i'll, I'll let you keep your secrets this uh this prince sumblum though have uh, who who are they I, i'd like to does anyone know them Sounds like a crusader of sorts. Um, I would I would say uh, anyone who has done any schooling would have gotten a little bit of of uh, some history. Um, Sunbloom is a uh, kind of an older king uh, in the 12th century uh, who is kind of known for uh, 
kind of uniting parts of uh, of kind of Sweden and Finland together. Well, they didn't talk about him out in the country where I'm from, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> and the Sami people are an indigenous pagan group in the north. Yes. Mm -hmm. How are relations? How are relations with them now? Not particularly good, um, but for the most part, the, the basic idea is there's the, the civilized world and then there's the Sami world and people are just kind of leaving them to certain parts of the north, um, except however, there are occasional uh, pieces in the paper about uh, um, people deciding that they need to open up new mines up in the north that the Sami is considered to be sacred land um, and then the Sami people must be driven off. Right sort of standard relations between the advance of white Christendom and the rest of the world. Seems that way. Yeah, and it's been something that's been going on for centuries at this point. Uh, Niklas, are they, uh, do they, I suppose they have their own magical culture up there? That would be my guess an old land like Finland definitely holds many secrets within her roots. It would not surprise me if the, if the Sami tribes were able to access it in some way. Right, but um, unlikely to leave a runic symbol underneath a dead priest, even if there was a conflict, different culture altogether. Perhaps. Why would Why would a person do something like that? I mean, what that's got to be attached to some sort of ritual. Uh, the, the inheritance well, component is what makes me think that it was quite personal. Perhaps the land of the church was once sacred to them, and they wish it back. This uh, this town that the jeweler's in, the Rovan uh, Rovanemi, you said, uh, is that on the way, or is that? Past Rovaniemi. Yes. It's far Very farther good. north, past Kovu. Very good. Mm. Um, okay. I was just going to say, whenever you're ready, gentlemen. You know how I think yes. I think that we go there, find out what's going on, get it done, and get back. Yes, let us be off. Okay, so you guys then find uh, find a steamer ship that's heading up uh, heading up into heading up to Finland, uh, and it's going to take you a couple of days uh, as you're kind of uh, going along. Um, and during that time, you do have some opportunity then uh, to uh, kind of practice kind of uh, prepare yourselves a little bit, uh, you know, whether you're kind of doing some jogging or whatnot or or other things, reading about things, uh, you do have an opportunity then to kind of decide what uh, skill you want to have an advantage in. Uh, and you've got a couple of days to kind of prepare for that. Um, so just mechanically, uh, you just choose one of your skills that you get a one time plus two added to it. Mm. Uh, I think I'll go with observation because that seems important. Well, observation, just so you know, it is based more on observing people. Or, sorry. Uh, oh, yeah, it's observing people. 
then hmm maybe investigation then okay yeah investigation well the good father in amongst his drinkings will uh take the observation advantage because he gets into a few uh uh poker games on the ship with folks and uh maybe maybe comes out a little bit more cash in hand okay mm. excellent to take vigilance. Soldier through and through, I shall keep watch. Uh, Harold will take uh, inspiration because he feels his role in the group is to be sort of auxiliary and uh, he appreciates everyone else's talents but uh, sees himself having more of a sightseeing role. Okay, excellent. And our good doctor. Uh, I'm going to um, use the limited confines of the steamship uh, to uh, practice getting around unseen. I'd like to feel more stealthy as we uh, investigate this village where everyone knows each other and their business. Okay. All right. Very good. All right. So just so I have everything. Uh, so uh, the Colonel is taking vigilance. Uh, Harold is taking inspiration. Uh, Father is taking observation. Uh, Nicholas is taking investigation. And the good doctor is taking stealth. All right. So you guys uh, are crossing then, um, crossing the water. It's more north than east, but you kind of heading north northeast uh and it does take a couple of days and it's a rather un uneventful trip uh the waters seem to be relatively calm uh, luckily during the summer there's not too much trouble usually uh in the gulf here uh as you kind of uh, make your way north uh you do have a couple of stops one of the stops that you that you will be making is to uh uh the port of kemi uh, which is up in, in uh, Finland, uh, where you transfer that actually over to a river steamer, uh, where you're going up the Kimijoki River uh, until you arrive then at the uh, uh, Kovu itself. Uh, when you arrive at Kovu, uh, you do see there's a couple of other people getting off, but it's not, uh, it doesn't seem to be an area where a lot of people are uh, visiting in that way. Um, but you do see there seems to be, as you kind of take a quick look around the city, uh, it seems to be a, a relatively prosperous city. Uh, you're noticing that a lot of the buildings seem to have uh, kind of fresh coats of paint on them. Uh, there seems to be uh, on the river, there is a large water mill um, and you see a lot of uh, timber that's kind of been stacked up and that's been cut. Uh, so it looks to be kind of a relatively new mill that's been built there as well. You do see off of the distance, uh, there is a large amount, uh, large amount of birch trees kind of in the background. There's kind of a birch forest that's there, uh, hence the uh, the name of the city of Kovu. Um, and you, as you're kind of going, you do see then getting off the ship, you do see that there is an individual uh, kind of standing there. And uh, the good colonel does kind of recognize his his old comrade in arms, uh, Friedrich. Um, and as soon as he sees you, Colonel, he kind of waves to you uh, and kind of gives you a, a good uh, snap of attention, uh, gives you a salute. Uh, colonel, it is excellent to see you again. I, I'm oh, so glad Frederick. you were able to make it. Oh, yes, we decided to come and look into this priest matter for you. How have you been? Oh, I've uh, well, other than uh, uh, work's been a bit of a bear. Uh, I've 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 taken up loitering these days, uh, which is uh, uh, kind of an interesting profession for me, if you know what I mean. Uh, but uh, uh, things are uh, things are going well. I'm married now, uh, and I have a little girl. Uh, so, but yes, uh, things are going well. 
uh, and your your friends. I'm glad you're able to bring some others. Yes, this is, uh, okay. this is yes, uh, Harold uh, Anderson. Uh, uh, Mr. Anderson. I reach out my hand uh, and I say, uh, he's told stories about you. Uh, he hasn't told us the, the gruesome details, though. I hope to get them out of you if I can. Uh, well, uh, you know, he, he just looks a little bit kind of red in the face. Um, uh, yes, uh, Colonel, uh, uh, your other friends? Hi, this is Dr. Dr. Berglund. Uh, he's a physician. Um, a this is, of course, Father uh, Albert, our priest. And uh, and uh, Nicholas uh, um he is an expert in unusual things, uh, yes. the hidden hidden things of the world. Oh, wonderful, wonderful! Oh, I'm I am uh, very hopeful that you'll be able to uh, to solve this mystery. And as I said in my letter, I you know maybe the the constabulary is right, but it just seemed a bit peculiar uh, that and. Uh, yeah, that, and we just need to make sure that the, the right person receives justice. Mm. Uh, let's um, let's make our way into town. Uh, uh, we've we've arranged ahead of time a place for us to stay, and oh, uh, uh, to move our trunks. Oh um, yes, uh, there's a wonderful hotel in town. I assume that's where you uh, you made arrangements. Yes, uh, exactly. Oh, but I do hope you'll be able to come uh, to dinner with us. Uh, uh, Helga has made a, a wonderful stew, uh, a kind of a hearty hearty meal for you all after your long journey. Oh, that's very nice of you. So as we're walking, what 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 is so unusual about the murder? You said. Well, there is the, the strangeness of that that uh, archaic uh, symbol that was found under under Father's body. Uh, the rune, yes. The rune itself, yes. Uh, and and I must say, uh, Father, uh, he was uh, very very uh, meticulous in making sure uh, that the the church was kept clean. Uh, he and his wife uh, Tanya were uh, uh, were very. Im- very diligent in that respect and the, the fact that the whole place was just uh covered with ash was just uh, quite uh, bizarre I, I just couldn't believe it was it the... was it loose ash or was it stuck to things uh well i personally didn't spend a lot of time in there um uh but the uh i am sure we could arrange for you to have a visit if you wish yes because I'm, I'm sorry. The entire to... interior was covered in ash. Oh, no, the, uh, the the icons, the icons themselves. Yeah, icons. Very good. Uh, but again, as as an Orthodox church, the, there are many icons all throughout the Indeed. throughout the place. You you said his mm-hmm. wife. Did did he have any children? Oh uh, no. Uh, well, uh, their their youngest boy went off to seminary in Saint Petersburg, and uh, uh, he was assigned to a uh, uh, to a parish, I believe, out in the uh, uh, Angelitska uh, province. Yeah, so it's far gotten, away. Go ahead. Got into details about this murder. It kind of was ambiguous in the letter. Um, is it? too horrible to mention or or something of so little note that you didn't think of it well uh, it's not uh, well uh, well good uh, mr anderson that's uh, it's not something i feel comfortable speaking out in, in public like this it was um, it was quite a gruesome uh, affair hmm. well perhaps once we get to a place you are more comfortable you may yes. explain further 
Oh, certainly, certainly. Uh, but let, let's let's get you to the hotel, um, and you can get your things settled. Uh, dinner will be in in a couple of hours. I hope that's not too much of a of a uh, imposition for you all. Of course not. Thank you. Oh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. All right, and so you guys arrive at the hotel uh, and kind of kind of get settled in. Um, like I said, there are a couple of hours uh, before uh, before dinner uh, with Friedrich. Uh, is there anything you guys want to do prior to going to dinner? Sure. Uh, Let's, I'll walk about. Yeah, I'm curious as to how many uh, places of worship there are in Koivu. If there's a mm. Lutheran uh, offering as well as the Orthodox and whether the church is open, whether he has a successor in place. Okay. Um, so, yes, you guys are uh, kind of walking about. Uh, you kind of notice, uh, in terms of looking for other churches, there just does seem to be the only church in town is St. Elia, uh, the, uh, the Orthodox Church. Uh, there, aren't any other, uh, there aren't any other churches in, the, in this particular area. Uh, you do, when you do go to the church to try the door, it is locked uh, at that particular point. Um, you do kind of walk around as you're kind of walking around as well. Uh, you do see a lot of people seem to be um, uh, kind of curious about you as you're kind of walking around them. No one bothers you. No one comes up to ask you and say, no, what are you doing here? Uh, but they do notice that you're walking around. They do notice that you're looking at the place uh, and noticing as you're walking through a lot of the, like I said earlier, a lot of the buildings seem to be pretty new uh, and seem to be well-kept, well-maintained, recently painted, all that sort of thing. Seems to be standard kind of throughout the village. Mm -hmm. Prosperous. <laughs> what sort of uh, population would we estimate? Uh, like you're talking about five to eight hundred people. Oh, mm -hmm. so everyone absolutely knows everyone, right? Uh, is he still here with us? The if you want his... him to be, he can. But absolutely, uh, it does, he doesn't need to be. Uh, just if we're sort of splitting up for the time being, Harold would just like to look where people have fun, like general carousing and just sort of like entertainment around this place. Okay. Uh, you do notice uh, that in the hotel you're staying, there is, a, you know, there is a little kind of a bar, cafe, uh, dining, restaurant that's kind of in the hotel that you're at. Um, it's be because it's not quite dinner yet. There's not a lot of people that are there. Uh, but you do kind of ask the, the maitre d' uh, what sort of things do people do for entertainment? Um, and the maitre d' tells you, well, it's not completed yet, but uh, we are working on building an opera house here in town. That would give me a use for these opera glasses. Well, um, they've got to have some fun somewhere, right? Uh, when, when people get tired of a long day of work, um, where do they tend to wander to? Well, in the in the evening during the week, most people uh, don't do a lot out. But on the weekends, uh, people will will come here. Uh, we do have a, a small kind of uh, uh, a dance hall. Uh, we we pay to have an orchestra come come down uh, from the city up north, um, and that's kind of what people do. Uh, but we, like I said, we're trying to get this opera house together so we have even more entertainment for our people as we continue to grow as a pos prosperous city. That sounds wonderful. I can't wait to see it. Oh, uh, come back then. Uh, hopefully in the in the next nine months, we hope to have it built. Promise you I will. Interesting. Okay. Anything else anyone wants to do? Um, while we're searching around the church, I think I would like to check the graveyard for this St. Elia we've read about. 
If she is the patron saint of the church, she would definitely be buried there. More than likely, at least I think. Um, well, as you as you kind of look around, uh, you don't necessarily see any any markers for for Ilya. Um, you do see there is a kind of a fresh grave that seems to have been dug, and you go over and you can see on the headstone or the, kind of written out that it is for uh, uh, for Father Razine. Uh, but every, all the other ones there seem to kind of have been grassed over. Uh, but yeah, you don't seem to find one for for an Aaliyah. Hmm. Interesting. And yeah, that's that's all I can think of. Is okay. the uh, is the uh, the the house of the pastor would that be attached to the church or would that be separate? It, the rectory was nearby. It was not okay. attached to the church, but it is nearby. Okay. Um, Ilya, is is it a it's a language thing? Is that a male or female name? It's a male name. Okay. Yeah, it's for Elijah. Elijah, Elijah right? Uh-huh. I, I was. The Slavonic for... sometimes ends male names with a, which is. Mm unusual in a lot of other countries um no the, uh, I'll, I'll say to nicholas it's, it's it's i'm just sort of wandering around with them that uh it's very likely if it's a if it's a, a new saint of the uh of this town well not so new you know a few hundred years ago there's probably a shrine in the church mm. rather than a grave out here very true I believe the sooner we are able to go inside, the better. That way I can uh, work my, uh, well, both literal and metaphorical magic. There may be a church, there may be a small church council that would have access um, now that the priest has passed away. Uh, They would have the keys to the church, perhaps. I was assuming his wife would have his wife access as well i i assumed um not to speak too brashly but um knowing small villages in this uh, could have been the wife indeed well if neither of those avenues are open to us i also have brought my lock picks Mm. if nothing else i will remind you that this break into the church this is a house of God, so gently, at the very least. Of course, I do not mean to deface. The uh, um, is the yeah. church named for Saint Elia? Elia? Yeah, it's Saint. It's Saint. Yeah, it's Saint Elia. Uh, and it's on a, a square, I assume. That's sort of the center of town. Um, is this uh, common, or is it? No, it's it's actually a little bit kind of off by itself. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems if you it kind of ask it around, the, the church was kind of built first, and then the town kind of grew up around it. Um, and more recently, they've kind of been moving a little bit farther north, which is where kind of you, all the newer kind of construction is. Mm-hmm. Is there a little church cemetery, or is that okay? Yeah, but it's pretty grown over. Mm. It's a pretty but little if, church in the well, Russian it, style. It'd be interesting to know where they're putting up the opera house. That's got to be quite a quite a large endeavor they're they're going to be clearing quite a lot of these trees around here i think uh, the the lumber mill seems like it will be doing good work for a while they, they must they must be doing very well to afford a luxury like a an opera house for a place this size yeah 
800 people, it would have to be a very small opera house. It might be also that this it's developing into something of a county seat, so they're expecting people from other villages about to come in for edification. Still, you'd think that they would put their money into other ventures besides an opera house. They would, you know, a large library, a university, uh, places church. of learning, a military a church. I think you underestimate the value of an opera house. Oh, no, I don't. It's just usually it's not the first thing that comes in in a town of 800. It's, you know, well, this is one of the things that come in. This is an eccentricity I appreciate. It's an eccentricity. It's, it's, it's not unloved, but how many opera houses can you name in small towns? They're all in large cities. It's just the talent required to actually stage an opera remotely well, well requires you, a population. You stage the opera three times in a row, and all of the population here has seen it. Nobody comes to the fourth performance. <laughs> unless, mm. unless it's all locals performing and they make their family come again and again. What's, what's the nearest large city to here? Oops, we can't hear you. Really? I can. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, completely fine. The the nearest large city would be Rovanimi, which is the uh, the village kind of up north, which uh, counts as the uh, uh, kind of the county seat, basically. And that's a thousand twelve hundred people or bigger. Yeah, about about fifteen hundred two thousand. Mm -hmm. I think the opera house would go there. Mm. Um. That reminds me, do we wish to visit the uh, guilty man at the constabulary? Probably have to get clearance. We can do that tomorrow after we've gotten the complete lowdown from Frederick. I wonder mm. if he's being held here or in Rovaniemi. That mm, is true. Yeah. He was captured trying to pawn off the cross. Do they even have a large jail here? Yeah. As you were walking around, you didn't really see anything that looked to be a jailhouse. And do um, we see any evidence from the proprietors and the things that we see around? Any evidence of like, you know, that the um, the priest's family owned half the town or, uh, you know, anything that would seem to indicate the big power struggle here? Um. If you if you ask around, actually, go ahead and give me a manipulation roll if you don't mind. Okay. So you're just kind of asking. Manipulation around. is manipulation is is empathy. Empathy, manipulation, and empathy. Okay. Yeah. That's not a good chance. Uh, three and a one, no. Three to one. Uh, just as a reminder, you can always push, but you do take complications whenever you push. It's just two dice, so pushing yeah. would be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but yeah. just just a reminder. Uh, yeah, you're um. A little bit of an outsider so when they see your kind of military bearing um they do seem a little bit more standoffish particularly to you colonel yeah. hmm. i assume the population like the buildings uh in a sort of small town way is well dressed affluent looking um yeah they they looks i mean uh well kept clothes they're older older clothes but they do seem to be well kept mm -hmm. 
uh, is there a, an obvious doctor's office downtown? Uh, yeah, you find one. Mm -hmm. um, it, it might be too late if dinner is less than, you know, only an hour away, but I'll give it a knock and see if my... Okay, uh, you knock on the door, uh, and actually, just as almost as soon as you start to knock on the door, the uh, the door handle kind of opens up. Oh, oh excuse me. Um, um, uh, I was just about to head out to head to dinner. Uh, is there something hmm. I can help you with, sir? Uh, uh, Doctor Berglund, Frederick Berglund. Pleasure to meet you. Uh, uh, Doctor Johansson. Doctor Johansson, uh, 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 please don't let me interfere with your dinner. We're um, in town. Uh, doing a friend a favor um, regarding the recent unpleasantness at St. Leah. Um, perhaps I oh, could yes. uh, visit you tomorrow and discuss the matter. It should only be a few minutes. Uh, uh, yes, um, I could uh, I could find some time if you if you wish. Uh, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow morning, will that work for you? Well, at your convenience. Oh, very good. Uh, uh, yes, any time after nine o'clock will be fine. Very good. Uh, enjoy your dinner. I'll see you uh, soon. Oh, thank you. So, do we want to head over? Uh, head over for your nice stew. Mm. Sounds good. Okay. Yes. Um, so you arrive over at uh, uh, the Norseman uh, residence, um, and it's kind of a, a two-story building. Uh, you do notice that, uh, unlike a lot of the other buildings in the area, this one actually is made out of brick, whereas everything else seems to be made out of. Uh, uh, out of uh, out of wood, this seems to be kind of a brick building, um, kind of well nice, uh, kind of manicure type of lawn. Uh, you kind of arrive in. There's uh, wallpaper on the uh, everywhere. Uh, you do notice that there are a couple of servants kind of moving about uh, with uh, uh, the various chores and helping uh, helping prepare for dinner and all those sorts of things. Uh, you arrived in, um, and Frederick says, oh, "Please, please, I'm so glad you made it. Uh, shall we shall we go to the study first and have a little uh, uh, a little refreshment before dinner? It's not quite ready yet." Sure, sounds oh, excellent. good. Excellent. Yes. excellent. Uh, uh, what 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 can I get everyone? Uh, I, I um, love what you gave for Lieutenant Colonel. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, a tot of brandy would be delightful if some such is available. Ah, yes, yes, of course. Uh, a brandy uh, for the good doctor. Uh, anyone else uh, needs something? Give me wine. Uh, of course. Uh, would you? Uh, we have a, a nice, uh, a nice red wine uh, imported from Italy. I hear. Oh, I always prefer the white, but all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, well, good. I'll I'll take some of the red wine as well, and then for later, perhaps. One of your cheaper bottles as well. We don't need to stand on ceremony here. <laughs> oh, very good, very good. Uh, 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 anyway, uh, Colonel, uh, and I promise I'll keep my hands off. Oh, yes. How about some um, the uh, water of life? Uh, what's it called? Aquavit. Aquavit. Oh, certainly, certainly, certainly. Uh, and you, sir, uh, 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 Conradson, wasn't it? Brandy will do. Okay, very good. Happily, happily. Uh, so he, he gets you all. You get you all drinks. Uh, and you do notice uh, that he pours himself a uh, a hefty glass himself, uh, and he kind of uh, uh, ha hands them all around. Uh, yeah, we have uh, we do have a few minutes uh, before uh, before we go in. Um, just uh, please uh, kind of enjoy yourselves uh, if you wish. Mm. School. Uh, Gurren, 
Has your friend always been of such a nervous disposition? Uh, I'd say he's a very affable. Um, uh, listen, I'll I'll tell you the story later, but uh, let's let's leave off the jokes. Uh, he's with his family here, so you know we all have uh, our wild youth, especially in the military. So. Yes. I think he just might be a little nervous about that. I'm looking forward to meeting his wife, Helga, and child. Okay. Uh, so you guys kind of mingle amongst yourselves for about five minutes or so. Uh, then he uh, he returns back. Uh, it says, uh, everything is prepared. Uh, please, please come this way. Um, and you go in and it's uh, it's in the for it's kind of set up as a formal dining table. Um, you know, uh, all the, the the best silverware and the china is all out. Oh, please uh, let me uh, introduce everyone uh, to our, our hostess for the evening. Uh, Helga here uh, is my is my wife, my sunny bride. Um, and uh, yes, and this uh, kind of looking down a little four year old girl. Uh, this is my daughter Ada, uh, kind of the uh, the light of my life. Um, so uh, please uh, please uh, join us around the table. Um, and you guys kind of begin to kind of sit down. Uh, you have meal. There's there's lots of uh, kind of small talk that's going on. Um, you see, for while everyone else is kind of talking, um, Ada kind of pulls out her little her little doll and is kind of playing with her doll instead of paying attention to all the people talking. Uh, every once in a while, um, Hilda kind of asks her asks her daughter to kind of put the put the doll away and to eat her food, but. After a few minutes, she always kind of kind of brings it out, uh, back out, and kind of plays with it a little bit. Um, dinner lasts for uh, about forty-five minutes to an hour. Is there anything particular you guys want to discuss during dinner, or do you want to wait till after dinner? We'll probably discuss only inane. How have you been? What have you been doing? Things like mm. that. Not not yeah. the gruesomeness. Right. Yeah, and yes. he, he just kind of describes, uh, especially to you, Colonel, because you're probably asking about life is God, uh, that he's, uh, you know, he went to law school after after he got out of the army um, and has kind of been in practice here. He arrived then in, in Kovu uh, about uh, seven or eight years ago, uh, married his wife, uh, and then they had a, had a little girl, of course, um, and then he often goes up to his practice, though, is ma mainly up in the, up in the, uh, uh, the regional capital up north, uh, but this is where his home is. Um, and so you just kind of have this kind of chit chat for the rest of the time. Uh, and then as it starts to get a little bit later, uh, he notices that uh, Aida has started to yawn and says, uh, I think it's probably time for you to go to bed, dear. Uh, it's It's been wonderful, uh, remember? Uh, and he kind of gives her a wink and she gets up and she gives all of you a nice little curtsy. Um, and then she, uh, she, she leaves and goes upstairs. Um, Yes, um, I think uh, the servants will take care of the plates if we want to uh, retire to the study for a, a nightcap. Uh, we can we can do that and be able to talk a little bit more in uh, private. Uh, I think get down to, to business, as they say. Uh, so so please. Um, and he takes you back to that same room that you had, uh, provides you all with with drinks. And again, you notice that his is a little bit stiffer than a little bit heavier than the rest of you guys's as he kind of pours them out. Uh, yes. So, um, uh, do you mind if we smoke? Oh, uh, please, please go right ahead. Uh, uh, it actually kind of opens up a, a little cigar box. Uh, can I offer anyone a cigar? Ooh. I have my pipe. Thank you. Uh, very good. Uh, so he offers it to whoever, whoever wishes to have one. 
Child, Frederick, if I know you, you've this this business with the priest has quite upset you. Uh, your wife is in the other room. Your child is in bed. Tell us what has disturbed you so much about this case. Well, uh, the well, uh, to be to be quite quite frank, Colonel. Um, uh, it's it's not so much uh, it is it is the case itself. Um, I was uh, I was assigned the poor chap uh, to be his attorney, um, and uh, I just I, I I I feel I feel I failed him in 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 my duties. Uh, I, I I sometimes I sometimes have a little too much to drink, and unfortunately, the day of his trial was one of those days and I just don't think I, I gave the poor chap the poor man a, a good defense and I fear it's 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 my fault hmm. I see. Any appeal uh, not not especially the it's the, the judge has decided and has set the execution date. Um, and being a, a vagrant, there's not much hope of him getting his his case reheard. I'm afraid. Well, then tell us what we wanted to know. Uh, you said it was a gruesome murder. Describe it for us. Uh, well, uh, I was uh, I was only uh, everyone kind of came to the church uh, when they heard the the scream. Uh, uh, father's father's wife uh, Tanya she she let out a blood curdling scream when she found her husband, um, and well, his his entire chest was as ripped open. I I can't imagine anyone having the 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 strength to do something like that. Indeed. Was, were any of the organs removed? Oh, that I, I don't know. It was, it was a big bloody, uh, bloody mess. I couldn't, uh, I just, uh, uh, to tell you the truth, I, I'm sad to say I, I did, uh, and you know what things we saw in the, in the wars, but I, I kind of threw up myself after seeing it. Was it your Dr. Johansson that looked after the father's body? Um, Dr. Uh, Dr. Johansson uh, was present, uh, but the initial person to kind of arrive and, and take a look at the at the body itself uh, was actually uh, uh, Mumi Helen. Uh, she's uh, she's kind of a little bit of a, a folk healer, I think is is what people call her. Uh, not everyone is is comfortable with the uh, uh, the new medicine, as they say. That's a is that a Sami name? No, uh, no, uh, she's just a, an elderly lady. Uh, Mubi is one of those, uh, I've, I keep forgetting you aren't familiar with the Finnish, uh, gra grandmother. Oh, I see. And where is the father's body now? Uh, he was uh, buried in the cemetery, uh, I believe, uh, two days after his murder. Okay. I forget the exact date myself. What did Mumi Helen make of the injuries? Well, she disappeared for a couple of days and no one saw her. Um, and uh, she kind of keeps her own counsel, if you know what I mean. Hmm. And the law enforcement in town is whom? Oh, uh, that would be uh, a Constable Hekar. 
There were other witnesses to the murder scene. Multiple oh, people. Well, many people showed up at the at the church, uh, uh, but the uh, the official witnesses uh, were the good doctor and the and the constable. And and I don't know how Mumi Helen ended up on the list, but uh, uh, she was also considered an official witness, uh, as well as his wife. But uh, she was not uh, asked to testify in any capacity. Even for a moment, though, did the other villagers see the gruesomeness? I I can't imagine them not being able to see it. Well, then it seems obvious that the police department wanted a scapegoat because they won't have any rest if they think there's some maniac walking the streets. Um, they'll, it, it's, it sounds horrific, but uh, yes, you're, you're Mr. Um, Hiljo, Hiljo is probably, I mean, there's a chance that he's not even involved. As you say, he was a vagrant. Who would have yeah, the strength yeah. to tear somebody apart like that? Yes. I mean, he is he is a man that 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 is that is known in the village. He comes by, does uh, kind of odd jobs and things like that. Uh, but again, he was never a violent individual. But what time of day was the body sound? Um, it was early in the morning. It was before uh, the morning liturgy. Um, he had gone over earlier, of course, to to prepare for that, and then his wife was coming to to join, um, and uh, that's when she found him. So I would say it was probably around seven or so. Was the body cold when found? Oh, I oh, I didn't touch the body. I couldn't say, Doctor. Also, the defacement of the church. That is highly unusual. Somebody deliberately defaced the church, threw ash all over everything, and placed the the rune in birchwood underneath his body. This was a ritualistic murder of some sort. Very much so. Uh, Frederick, be plain. The deceased father, was he loved by the townspeople feared um well i mean he, he is a he is a he was a, a rather stern man um people were not too happy with his more recent uh preaching uh but uh, you know how that goes sometimes uh what particular preaching was he engaged in that they didn't like well, he was, uh, well, um, he was condemning the ideas of Hegel and Marx, which have uh, kind of become a little popular amongst the, the people around here. Ah. The uh, village of Koivu seems to be rather newly prosperous. Has there been a mine discovered or a new trade route open? Uh, no, a lot of that has to do with the, the, the new prosperity that does have to do with the, the lumber mill. Um, we never had a lumber mill before. Mm -hmm. And then the, uh, the people decided uh, to build their own. We used to just float the, uh, float the down to the, uh, to the mouth of the river and we used the mill down there. But the people have decided that they 
wanted that for themselves. Um, and they just, without, without the czar's permission, um, they built their own mill. Is there has some, per, has be, some per, go ahead, sorry. Are there likely to be repercussions when the Russian authorities learned it? Well, at this point, I I don't know. The, the mill's been in operation for about a year now. Um, we haven't had any visitors come yet, uh, but we continue to send our taxes. Uh, I think they hope that that keeps everything at bay. Render unto Caesar, whatnot. <laughs> Go ahead, brother. Oh, oh, Frederick, um, could I, I trouble you for a glass of water, please? Uh, certainly, certainly. Uh, so he he goes off to the to the kitchen and uh, gets a glass of water. Gentlemen, they're cutting down the local forests. Yes, it could be something, uh, a warning sent from some sort of woodland basin. Mm, that was my guess when the rune was brought up. Yes, and with the construction of the opera house, they may be escalating their destruction of the groves to further desecration mm -hmm. of some kind yeah i'm interested though it's covered in uh ash right the, uh, the, icons, the icons yes, yes. I suppose that would probably be birch ash interesting i believe a place we should soon visit is that mill i believe that mm. is where the first invasion of the wood may have brought the ire of the spirits indeed a uh, wood wife or a some some spirit in that vein although the violent the violent attack yes. and how did Hija or whatever his name was how did he come across the cross how did he get that into his hands well, we, we were told that the authorities in uh didn't believe his story so he might have come across it in a unlikely fashion perhaps he was unwillingly upon well perhaps Stem it was thrown out the window and he saw it when he was walking by Perhaps it was hanging from a birch sampling between here and Ravani, I mean. It wouldn't mm. surprise me if the uh, chest exploded and it was his pectoral cross. Uh, I, is he, I, I doubt the father was consuming dynamite, but that would well, certainly uh, open up the opportunity for some quick theft. Find out from the, the doctor or perhaps this mummy, mummy Helen, if there were any organs that were missing and if there is a chance later this evening i would like to visit the graveyard i have brought my material for a seance mm -hmm. oh he's uh, coming back with the water thank Took you long enough ah <laughs> oh, yes uh, i i hope uh, you entertained yourself while i was away uh, i hope it didn't take too long my apologies um, yes. Uh, so have you solved the case? We, we've given us several uh, locations and persons to speak to, certainly. Uh, what's your impression of the widow, Tanya? Uh, 
Tanya's a, a lovely woman, uh, uh, kind of a devoted wife, uh, as far as I could I can tell. Um, very supportive of her husband and his his ministry. Uh, but uh, and since their son was sent all the way across the continent, they'll be getting a replacement from someplace more local. I assume has it been announced? Um, not yet. We're we're still waiting for uh, uh, the Senate to send someone, uh, and at that time. Uh, the Tanya will uh, move over and uh, stay with her son. Uh, but until then, the village is allowing her to stay in, in their home until the new priest arrives. Does, um, what, what sort of age difference between the two of them? Oh, uh, she's only about 15 years younger than he. Uh, certainly she wouldn't have done anything to endanger her husband if it meant moving to Archangelsk. Now that is actually quite interesting. Although maybe it's something I know. That <laughs> That's a large gap difference between a priest and his wife. Since he can't get married after he becomes a priest. Right, he had to be so married. He would be fairly before. young when he got married. How old was he? He was in his fifties. Mm. Hmm. Do you uh, know what his uh, occupation was before he joined the oh. clergy? Oh, I just assumed he was always a priest. I, <laughs> I don't know about. As I said, I've I've only been in the village for less than a decade. Um, so, mm. oh, but did you did you have an opportunity to go to the church and uh, take a look around? Well, it was locked. Locked. Uh, do you know who would have the key? The church being locked. The church is never locked. Well, the priest is dead. So, uh, true. But uh, I mean, maybe people haven't gone there in a while. But I just I find that mm. odd. Uh, but yeah, uh, you can go to the the councilmen. Uh, they would probably have a key. Mm. Very good. Very good. If Very it's good. if it's surprising to you that it's locked all of a sudden, perhaps we should do so after we've finished here, uh, in case something has further changed within. I mean, we're not here to rob the place, so that if we if we get into it by one means or another, you know that we're not here to. Oh yeah, vandalize I, or uh, certainly, and uh, uh, I'm sure. Uh, I can I can go with you to the councilman um, to get the key and vouch for you. So I don't don't worry about that. Well, well, before we leave, if uh, everyone's um, ready to leave, I uh, I have learned some exciting tunes that I could play uh, from America on my uh, on my fiddle here, and I've got an excellent mm -hmm. way of playing it that I've learned. If everybody would be interested, I have Perhaps. some cigar. Hmm. Uh, sure, I would uh, love to hear a little. If if you're going to play some music, can I ask? Uh, can I ask Hilda to be able to come and uh, enjoy as well? Of course. Oh, I hope you do. Oh, thank you. Uh, it's a little late for Ada, so she won't be attending. But uh, uh, and so yeah, so she he goes and gets his wife, uh, and you come down and. Um, you play a few songs. Any particular one you're wanting to play? 
No. Um, while he was gone for a second, uh, it was the room just us. Just, I, I just want to make the uh, quick note of uh, perhaps, um, perhaps we have more we could do tonight instead of just simply retiring. I think we can get quite a lot done while we have the advantage on things and nobody knows that we're sort of snooping around. Hmm. Perhaps. I yeah. quite would like to get into that church. I've had a few and uh, my courage is up, so they say. <laughs> and I may be able to find something in the cemetery. If there well, are I think we have to bear in mind that the, the, the constabulary here seems to be rather reactionary. So. Of course. And if there are forces such as that, once they get, uh, once they understand that we're here, I think things could get worse for us as far as turning up evidence. Yes. Especially if they are simply scapegoating the man. Okay. So, uh, Frederick arrives back with Hilda and uh, Harold plays a, a few songs. Um, and then the kind of the, the party breaks up a little bit. And uh, uh, if you guys are, uh, do you wish to to get the key this evening, or do you wish to wait till the morning for the church? If you think the council will be amenable to being knocked up at this hour, I think the sooner the better. Uh, oh, uh, very well. Uh, whatever you think is is best. Uh, <laughs> you guys are know better these things better than I. What necessary to happen and when it happens, but uh, uh, but yeah, I think uh, I've got uh, some friends uh, to be able to kind of help with that. Very good. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so he takes you to to what a, to another home uh, here in the village. Um, he kind of uh, talks to the person at the door, um, and he comes back with a key uh, and uh, hands it to uh, hands it probably hands it to Father Albert uh, since it is a, a, a church key. He hands it to Father Albert. Uh, yes. Uh, is do you need me to accompany you, or uh, can I go? Uh, do you need me for the rest of the evening? Well, it's not uh, necessary. We can meet you in the morning for. Uh, breakfast. Ah, yes, yes. Uh, we can. Uh, we usually have breakfast around uh, seven, if that works for you all. Uh, Fine. Yes, very good. that will right. work nicely. Uh, I'll see you all in the morning then. Uh, 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 good investigating. Um, mm. And he uh, kind of heads off into the heads off into the night. <laughs> well, mm. it's shall we go to church? Indeed. Lead on, I'll follow. With a slight sway in his step, he leads towards the church. All right. So you guys are heading towards the church. Uh, it's still because it's it's June in Finland. It's still a lot of light, even at nine ten o'clock at night. Uh, it's, it is a little bit kind of dusky, but that's kind of about it. So you, uh, but you guys kind of walk down the center of the street. Most people seem to um, seem to kind of be retiring for the evening. So there's not a lot of people that are out on the street at this time of night. Uh, but you do arrive at the church. It's kind of a, it's kind of a, one of those uh, uh, wooden Russian style churches. Uh, you go and uh, use the key to unlock the door. And when you open up the door, 
uh, it's it's a very kind of traditional style Orthodox church uh, with kind of a big open area in the, the front of the church. Uh, and then there's kind of a wall that's filled with icons kind of separating uh, into the, the sanctuary. And there's lots of icons that are kind of all around the uh, all around the church as well. Some painted onto the wall itself. Some are kind of freestanding icons that you could take on or off. Uh, but one of the things, as soon as you open the door that you notice immediately is there is a coat of ash that's about two inches thick covering the floor and creeping up the walls. Most unnatural. Well, we, uh, we can't exactly so. sneak and not make tracks. So When you say ash, is it literally like, like wood ash? That's, mm -hmm. So if we move into it, we just kick it up into the air like... Uh, so it's not thick. Right. Yep. You know, it's very strange. Does it seem, uh, is it drifted like snow or does it look to have been shaken out of a sack from one it side seems, to the other? It seems to, it seems to be fairly uniform all the way across. And you do not notice any tracks anywhere in it. But as you're, oh. as you're looking a little bit more, you notice that in the center in front of the, the iconostas, there is an area where there is no ash. An area, is it the area shaped like a human body? Uh, it's larger than that. Mm -hmm. Does it look like it's blown away from there or simply? It's, as you guys are kind of moving in, kind of to take a, take a, close, take a closer look. Try um, not to raise a lot of this and breathe right. it. But as you're kind of moving in, it does look like it, there's a there's a a clear delineation of where ash is. So it's almost has a, a, a clean line of a circle that's kind of been opened up. Also, as you're moving closer in the church, you start to smell something that smells like decay coming from in the sanctuary behind the iconostasis. And one of the things that you notice as you're approaching this kind of circle area mm. is laid out in the center of it is a small tracing of ash in the shape of the Othalan rune. Hmm. Well, the icons are flat against the wall. Is the ash on the face of the icon? The ash is on the so, face of the icon so as well. somehow is sticking to mm -hmm. the icons. I look up at the Pantocrators up in the above in the dome of the church. Is it also covered in ash? You look up. Down. You look up. It's blackened. What could do something like this, Nika? Hmm. Nothing human. That is for sure. And Nicholas will start rummaging around in his bag and he'll pull out his crystal ball. I do believe I should. I do believe I should try and find something in here before going into the graveyard be careful there could be very violent spirits here uh, it's, mm. there's something behind this there's something that smells awful back here yes Just, i think i'm gonna partake, i'm gonna yes. i'm gonna light a small you know bits of tinder to look back there and but my nose will probably lead me ahead of my let eyes. Let me uh, let me come with you, in case there's danger, and I'll have my sword drawn, my, okay. my saber. So, 
what I'm hearing then is is Nicholas is kind of staying in the the, the in front of the iconostasis. Uh, yeah, in the in the circle right, where the, the room circle is. Are you going into the circle? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, and then Father Albert and the Colonel and the Doctor are going into the sanctuary. Where is Harold going? I think I'll just go with the sanctuary as well. Okay. Okay. Let's do the let's do the sanctuary bit first. You guys kind of enter in, and as you pass through the iconostasis, so there's a there's a center door. Uh, which, Father, you would know that you really shouldn't go through. You should go through the side doors. Um, so there, there are side doors. As you're going over, particularly on the uh, on the left side, uh, the icon there, which is normally where the icon for the patron saint of the church, uh, which in this case would be Elia. Yeah. Um, again, like the Pantocrator of, of Christ on the ceiling, is completely blackened. Mm-hmm. As you enter into the sanctuary... The ash isn't quite as thick here, but there's still kind of ash all over the place. And the stench, it smells like, gets stronger. It smells like rotting flesh. And it smells like that it's coming from inside the tabernacle that's sitting above the altar. Father, what does that um, area signify in this poor desecrated place? It would only keep the bread and the wine in there for the. Well, the the bread is the flesh, right? Well, it's just a dark mirror to the miracle. If it went that way, it opens up. You can look inside several doors. I shall do so then. Okay, as you open it up, you see the uh, 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 the container that. That usually is where you would keep the uh, the the reserved Eucharist. Um, you see maggots crawling out of it, oh. and as you kind of peel it back, uh, it just seems like this fleshy, blackened stuff is kind of in there. Oh, this is an affront, Doctor. What? Oh, and he'll he'll kind of take it out. The, someone has replaced the wafers, right? The the what we normally have there. What? What is this? They've been transformed. Let me see if... Give me a medicine roll, doctor. That is traditionally what is supposed to happen, but I think it's later. It's not usually in the container. It may be one of the organs of the priest. You need to look, doctor. Only one six out of seven. All you need is one success. All you need is one success. You're looking at it, and there's valves and arteries connected to it. You're thinking this is a this is a heart, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's in an advanced state of decay. Um, but with the amount of rot, it almost appears to be prior to the time that the priest would have been killed. Yeah, it's probably not very warm in here after all. So it, the organ should have been stable for a longer period of time. I'm going to uh well, I want to remove this days. from the church. Yes. It's been several days, but uh you know, it's not this is uh does it the um vesicles and whatnot, do they appear to have been cut or torn? Are there bite marks or is it too rotten to tell? It's a little too rotten to tell. All right. I'm just looking for something like a dustpan to 
I'll probably coat it with some of the ash and then use it, an object to brush this thing onto, brush the maggots out and take it outside. Okay. But if this was prior to the priest's death, whose heart is this? You know, it's I, I'm only giving an estimate, of course, um, but I, I am hesitant to speculate. If the priest's heart is not missing from his chest, then it's somebody else's heart. Our priest one... may have been up to uh, up to something. That might explain the uh, the destruction of the church proper. Well, the if he was engaging him. Yes, exactly. This or, might be God's judgment, not so much another creature. Is the heart intact in its entirety, a doctor? It's a little too difficult to tell just because it's so rotten it's at rotting. this point. And the maggots have probably eaten some things. Uh, doctor, as you are kind of gathering up some um, dust and whatnot and to kind of sprinkle on it to kind of cover it all up, you do notice as you kind of look down, um, on the floor to gather some of it up, there is scratches on the floor by the altar. Uh, and uh, back here, there isn't a thick layer of ash. Back here, the floor it's, has it, been. It's only it's a it's a thinner layer of there's there's ash, but not quite as thick as it is in the rest of the church. Mm -hmm. And how many scratches are there on the floor? You no, know, as you're looking a little bit closer, it almost looks like if someone had pushed the altar out of the way and pushed it back. Father, is this quite where it should be? I don't. Uh, probably not. Uh, does one center. of you want to help me move it? I'm happy to to do. Yes, why don't you give that a bud? Well, I'll, I'll throw some ash on the heart so that it doesn't smell as god-awful. We'll close the door. Uh, is the... Uh, there's usually a wine element as well. Right. Uh, um, yeah, in an Orthodox church, uh, the the particle is dipped into the wine and then stored uh, okay. in there. So there's not like a glass of, of wine or anything like that. I was <laughs> concerned about opening that as well, <laughs> what we might find. But yes, let's just move this. Okay. As you guys are in the process of trying to move the altar out of the way, let us go in front of the iconostasis with our resident occultist, Nicholas. So what is it that you're wanting to do? I am going to begin a seance inside the circle with, with the trace of the rune in the middle of it. Okay. What, is, what does that look like? Uh, Nicholas has probably set a few candles around the... Uh, side around the circle and placed his crystal ball near the near the rune, but not disturbing any of the ash that has made it. And he is simply murmuring to himself strange words of some magical quality. Okay. Give me your observation roll then. Let's see what you get. Alright. So this will be six die. And that is only one. All he needs one success. All okay. right. So you're trying to focus. What exactly are you 
what are you trying to look at? And what are you trying to, where's your mind trying to take itself? My mind, Nicholas's mind is trying to gaze back to see what happened here that fateful night. Okay. I need you to give me a fear roll. You are okay. by yourself. So you do not get any extra extra dice. So it is either your or your logic or your empathy. Then and I it is a fear my... test of two. You need two successes. I will use my empathy then. And I don't know if I have anything to help me with empathy stuff. Nope. Did you get any successes? I got two. I got three. Three Look successes. <laughs> all right. That's all you need. All right. So you passed your fear test. Good. As you're gazing back, you're trying to focus and, and what happened here. Um, you see this figure clothed in black. Looks like to be a middle-aged man, fully dressed in black. Um, more than likely, it's probably your priest. Mm. Um, you're not quite sure what he's doing necessarily, um, but coming out of the shadows, so he's standing basically right in the center of that circle where you're at. Mm. And coming out of the shadows, you see this. Oh. As it reaches out and grabs hold of the priest lifts him up and throws him down on the ground and just takes its claws and absolutely then rips open his chest and just reaches his hand in and scoops everything out and then it kind of begins to kind of fade away and you're kind of brought back to yourself. And of the cloth, you dealt with things far beyond your imagining and suffered the consequences. Dr. Berglund, why is Nicholas screaming out there in the middle of the <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Nicholas full-on screamed, but he definitely gasped when he saw the creature. It's all well. Nicholas, are you okay? I am fine, but I believe I saw the thing that killed the father. A thing? So yes. not Villo? No, man. A large creature covered in smoke. Large, red-skinned, antler horns protruding from the head. It looked like the devil himself. It picked up the father and tore his chest open. It took everything inside and left him. A devil could not enter this house. <laughs> oh, uh, don't drop the sight of this thing. Um, a devil could not enter this house unless it had already become not a place of God. The father was dressed in black i do believe he tampered with forces far beyond his vision in your vision the circle on the floor was that there when the priest was there or was the church clean the church was clean and there were no markings on the floor it was clean 
Nothing was touched. Would somebody have sent a vason to attack the priest for some reason? Hmm. This brings us back to the question of whether the, we have a, a human heart in here where the Eucharist ought to be. Uh, perhaps he was uh, dambling in things. Well, Father, yes. we've learned that uh, We've learned, Father, that not all of the vasen are aligned with good or evil. Just because it looks like a red antler demon doesn't mean that it's from hell. It could simply be a monster set to attack the priest for some reason. Perhaps, but uh, defacing the church and covering the icons is uh, not a good sign. No. Um we're moving the altar. There seems to be yes. something here. But, um, then I will join you. Okay. If you're all kind of joining in, it'll be fairly easy then for you to kind of move the altar. It almost seems to be, as you push it, 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 it waits a little bit and then it gives. And it's almost as if it's on sort of a pivot. Hmm. And it kind of opens up a, an area and then it kind of clicks into place at kind of a maybe a 10 degree angle from where it was. And That's strange. on the floor, there seems to be um, what appears to be kind of a, uh, an opening with some sort of lid over it, kind of a metal lid, with an extremely thin area that maybe something gets put into. Like a key, you mean? Yeah, it's about uh, maybe four or five centimeters wide and a couple of centimeters thick. Four or five centimeters long, excuse me. And no light comes. It's it's a dark. No light comes. And there does not appear to be any hinge on the outside. And, and how big is the lid about? Lid is probably uh, maybe uh, 12 by 12 inches. Okay. A prism of mm. some sort? Not big enough to fit a person, certainly. Mm, certainly not. Why? Some kind of safe, perhaps. I can't imagine the priest did not have a key on his body. It's... Do they have? Um, don't they have a pit to put things in if uh, if they've worn out, rather than throw them in the trash? Old Bibles, old uh, cloths they mm. use. Under the altar seems like a strange place to me for that sort of matter. So it seems like a lock. Does it seem like a lock that's pickable? Or... Yeah, I was going to ask the same thing. It's a bit too thin to get us uh, to get any standard size lock picks into it. Hmm. I was just going to try to use the dagger. <laughs> but uh, you said there's no hinge. No hinge so... on the outside. No. Hmm. That would mean that it would open. Inward, logically, yes. Like, is there it. any way do we you... can, like, dig under? I mean, is there any other way we can go other than like, some conventional one? Well, it's, it's a stone floor, so so you could theoretically break it up and dig through. Yeah, could could I make an investigation roll on this slot to see if I can figure out what could potentially go in it? Sure. All right, so 
And I got that plus two to investigation, so plus logic. That well, is... just that, that plus two advantage, that's a one-time use. Ah, okay. So if you want to use it now, you can, but you can't use it later. Hmm. Figuring out how to get this open does seem pretty important. So, yeah, I think I will use it. Okay. And that is zero successes. Just a reminder, you can always push. I'll give it a try. All right, so you do take one mental condition, regardless of what the outcome is. Gotcha. Uh, but you do, you do re-roll all your dice. Okay. There we go. There's one. Okay. So now your future rolls that are mental rolls, they do have a negative one to them. So you lose okay. one die in the future. All right. So which mental condition are you taking? Uh, I will take angry. Okay. This is a stupid lock, and I do not like it. All right. As you're looking at it, it's very old. Um, the mechanism seems to be to be quite old, several centuries old. Um, and it's definitely mechanical, as if there's some specialized key that is capable of opening it. Mm. And as you're looking, you do notice it seems that someone might have tried prying it open before. Um, but whatever they did wasn't able to kind of get it open. Um, but it is a mechanical lock that can be opened with a key. And evidence somebody did try to move the yes. altar. Mm -hmm. This is a very old lock. Only one key can open it. It's been here for at least a few centuries. Well, so there could be a pagan temple underneath the building. Could be. It could also be a, a holy place if they decided to inter uh, the, the, the the saint. Church. Yes, the saint here. This oh. could be the final. We did not see a gravesite. You know, it is merely a thought, but what if that cross is the key? It seemed very important if it was on the father's body when he was killed. And it is not very big. Potentially, the end of a cross could fit. The pectoral crosses are about that big. So. <laughs> mm. oh. That's true. It, it, it is a good point, though, is you'd think he'd have it on him or nearby or perhaps at his home. I'm like, thinking the priest accidentally discovered the door. And he may have been tampering with it and thus awoken some sort of guardian spirit that uh, got rid of him. I don't think he had the key to it. But let's look around the sacristy, see if yes. there's a drawer or something that has a key or. Okay. As you're kind of looking around in the in the drawers, the shelves, the, uh, all those sorts of things, uh, there there's keys, but it's more keys to things uh, that you can find. There's no kind of special style key that would kind of seem to fit that lock. Okay. It's more for cabinets and doors and those sorts of things. What about the... Uh... The Russian Orthodox, the the holy objects, uh, isn't one of them look like a spear? 
mm-hmm. a thin little spear. Yeah, a spear and a, a spear and a spoon. I'm wondering if that is the right shape and thinness. It's not thin enough. It's not thin okay. enough for it to fit in. Okay. How's, how's the stored wine? You go over, you take a sniff. Smells like vinegar. Mm. Even the uncorked bottles, you I'm sure Father Albert will pop one open. And it, yes. one that's freshly open smells mm. like vinegar inside. So it might not be that the heart is older. It might be that something in here has caused decay. Oh, that's age. Yes. Uh, yeah. If I go over and uh, kind of just like put a thumb over the uh, the Saint Ellie and try and like, is it blackened like burnt? The it's whole blackened as in burnt, as yeah, if yeah. some if fire has been put to it. Mm. Forged. Is, these are infernal signs through and through. This is something like this. Let's put it together in our minds with the story. The person who had the wine that crystallized and uh... <laughs> you don't suppose that's what's down there. Well, do you think that maybe somebody did something? I mean, how many of our of our face and things have to do with somebody did something 200 years ago? And there's a lingering presence. We drove the vasin into hiding. We drove them out of the uh, the countryside and deeper into the woods. Given and now they're air, cutting down the woods. Given sufficient aging, um, wine will taste like vinegar. Uh, given enough aging, would it crystallize? Like maybe, maybe. Like, millennia like honey crystallizes i don't know you'd think it would just dry out right yes the sediment falls out of the fluid and uh well you know now that you say that i know that don't they do that in some cases isn't there a powdery substance that you can make by boiling wine down until there's just like a flavoring that you can put into things I shouldn't think it would crystallize, though. Organic salts no. or something. What do they mean, crystallize? Like it became a solid? Uh, well, that's and, fair. We have to. We have to be remembering that those who are reporting this are not sure of what they're looking at. All right. But it a frozen, frozen solid. It would take quite a lot of coldness to freeze wine to. Uh, because yes, I think they'd report the cold, not the structure. When we're talking about a crystallization, I think it might be for them, they're just referring to a gloss, sort of a sort of shine to it. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I, I still don't know where that would lead us, though. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I think that we know, at least from Nicholas, uh, it wasn't some vagrant who murdered the priest. Clearly, Vason are at work. Nicholas, are your visions always, um, are they always true? Or do they sometimes, do you have some sort of psychic interference or some sort of misconstrual of what you've seen? 
if they happen, I am not easily made aware of it. But to my knowledge, they very seldom fail me. What's our strongest lead? We need to talk to the, the, the doctor tomorrow. Yes. I would like to know, too, as we talk to him, with all of this, I, I fear for the plague returning. If this was something that was held at bay, yeah, we may have to make preparations. I, I, I oh, Go ahead. I believe we should also see to the mill, see if anything happened there. Yes, if they're cutting down old growth forest. Then that could have angered the spirits. So perhaps it isn't the mill as well, but the site of the new opera house. I mean, there are multiple disturbances in this little place. Have they started building yet? That's a good question. You said it would be done in less than a year, so I can only assume they're well underway. An opera house? That's, once again, yeah. it's fairly extensive. Wouldn't they have to dig down as well to put in a rather extensive under the, the stage? Right. Yes. Could that be an excuse uh, to dig something? A double up? deep basement. Yeah. Um, I suppose that doesn't. We don't know if it's near here either. What if they broke into something that's another part of whatever this is. Who are we accusing of they? Who is they in this? The villagers might be doing it in complete innocence. Yeah. Are they unified? Or do they have some sort of head? Some sort of... Well, the town council. I mean, they might not be... It might not be... This could be a total accident. Right. Nobody intending to wake up the devil in his antler horns. Suppose they never do. Sometimes they do. Uh, yes, the uh, the way your friend Frederick put it, they decided to open a mill without authority. There is some kind of local uh, decision making body that's quite willful and active. Um, it seems that way. The Tsar is far away from here. <laughs> The, uh, I mean, much closer than he is to Arkhangelsk. It's it's easier to say I'm I'm sorry than to ask permission. The uh, the church, despite the profusion of ash, uh, it smells ashy but not burnt, right? Burn smell at all? The only smell you get is that is from that rotted flesh. And then now that you open up some of those bottles of wine, a little bit of vinegar smell. Is there a way to analyze at least sort of the ash? Does it seem like wood ash? Does it have the smell of wood ash? Yeah, it's like it smells paper? that it smells like a like a, a fireplace that's been sitting for a while. Okay. That's interesting too. So it's not like fresh out of the fireplace ash. But why has it been falling for the last few days if this is like what was here is not what was here when the body was here otherwise we would see the footsteps of people before us 
You know, if you opened up a gateway to hell and the ash came from the fires of hell. Something ironic about this, right? Some sort of like message, like there's a heart in where the um, in where the flesh of Christ is. I mean, there's this ash everywhere. It's, it's, who's it a message to? Who's it a message it's a, from? It's a desecration of the church. I, I, we need to talk to Tanya tomorrow. Uh, that's something the father was up to. Must he, he must have fallen from the faith? That's the only way that this could happen. And hey, before, go ahead. and before we leave here tonight, I would like to see if we could try talking to the father himself. More seance for you. Mm. Did in in the vision, as you recall it. Uh, were the icons obscured or were they clear? The, the church looked exactly like the church would have been without, like an, on a normal day. Everything was clean, before. everything was perfect. Candles were lit above yes. the, uh, the icons as they would normally be, what you would expect to find in Orthodox church. Yes, the church was as it would be. No so ash, no desecration, no nothing. These obscurances weren't necessary for that thing to appear. It appeared and then did its act. And the the you were in the circle above the rune. That's where the father's body fell? Yes, that is where the creature slammed him into the floor before tearing out his insights. Is there blood under the ashen rune or was the place mopped up or... Do you want to move move the ash and see what's underneath? Yeah, yes. maybe there's a broom to clean up. We can yes. we can I, sweep it. I don't think we should touch the rune itself, but perhaps we can move the circle slightly. Mm. If anything yeah. is a if anything is a message here, it is that rune. Seems like the devil's signature is what it sounds like. Perhaps then we should you know, destroy that emblem. I'm all for that. But says Nicholas, he's the occult expert. I'm not trying to anger this thing further. If what the father did made it angry enough to kill him in cold blood, then... I fear what it would do if we disturbed its message. But you didn't see the father doing anything before the thing, the, the demon showed up. He saw I, the back of the priest. Yes, I only saw his back, but he was draped in black, not his, <laughs> not the normal. That's, attire. that's that's the normal attire of a priest. Oh, that is black. the normal attire. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I thought you meant like a black hooded robe, that kind of thing, not like. Well, that's what a priest normally wears is a black robe. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> I trust your expertise, Nicholas, but isn't what we are, our presence here, we're trying to subvert the supernatural in the favor of the natural. We're trying to, um, we're, we're going to harm these forces. I, I, I don't know if we're necessarily, I think we've signed up for tempting them one way or the other. Um, True, but I would I like mean, to at least. If I, we if aren't I take, invincible. If I take the back of this wooden stylus and just slide it through part of the rune, 
and that thing appears, then we have found a culprit. So we're all dead. Well, not all of us. We have to face it eventually. <laughs> we can prepare ourselves. I mean, I'd rather meet it intentionally not... than have it show up in the middle of the night in my room at the hotel. I do not mean my words to say I would much rather leave this thing unchecked. More, more so, I believe more information is needed to properly combat it. That is fine. I agree. I, I agree. Let let the devil keep this place. God has left it. Let's go. Okay. So are we are we leaving the church now at this point? Does the did the uh, priest have uh, an office space within the church, or is that in the rectory? That would be more in the rectory. Yeah. Um, yeah. There isn't any. Uh, you know a. a, a thoughtful but cursory past doesn't indicate any books or any you know any unusual just the liturgical books you would expect to find in the church all right yes perhaps what we you know the key might be in the rectory uh where he has notes there that will be helpful uh and his wife might know something and i'm curious to meet mumi helen before before we leave the grounds, oh. I would like to attempt to contact the Father's spirit, if it is still in this place. We know where his grave is. Yes. Okay. So so you guys are kind of exiting the church, closing it back up? Yes. We that, should lock it behind us. Yeah. And with that, let's take a, let's take a short little break. Great. That sounds good. All right. All right. All right. Excellent. So we're exiting the church. You guys are uh, kind of locking it back up, kind of leaving it the way that you 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 found it. Uh, now, I believe uh, Nicholas, you said you wanted to spend a little time in the cemetery. Is everyone else yes. going to be going to the cemetery, or yeah? I'm going to keep an eye on him so that he doesn't get eaten by a werewolf or anything. Even as we're going to lock the door, Father uh, Nicholas, how do you feel about my removing that grotesque heart? Is that also going to summon a demon, or can we get that out of there? It's it's. Um... I I do not believe the heart was meant to be found. The creature simply put it in a place it deemed perhaps fun to it. I do not see the a, harm in it. That was rather than an important symbol. That was a grotesque joke. Potentially. Yeah, then if no one objects, I mean, I'm going to again look for something like a dustpan, place, gather some a, ash. A rotten like, heart in the place where the flesh of Christ would normally be placed. It does seem ironic. So while you perform your gruesome seance, I'd like to build a little, uh, clear a little area, build a small pyre and burn this thing. Very well. Okay. So... Nicholas, you head out to the area. As I said, there's kind of a, a, mm -hmm. a freshly turned up ground where uh, the priest had been buried. So you're, you're yes. you know where his he, he was buried at. Um, so you go and kind of set up your your seance kind of circle there, mm -hmm. um, and you begin to do your ritual. Um, yes. Give me an observation roll. All right. I can use my crystal ball to give myself plus one to negate the minus one from angry. So still five. I believe. 
Hang on, let me just do a double check, make sure I got the math right. So, oh, it's six, not five, my bad. There we go. All right. That is one success. That's all you needed. Okay. So, uh, and you're wanting to contact Father Razim? Yes. Okay. So you're in the process then, you, you're, you're doing your ritual, you're kind of focusing. Uh, you're using the image that you had seen in your previous vision in order to kind of form the idea of who Father Razim is. And you start to see uh, this form begin to kind of take shape hovering over uh, the grave of Father Razine, um, wearing a, uh, a black cassock. And you see then this massive wound uh, in the center of his chest. And you do still see some kind of blood uh, that's dripping out of it. I do need you to give another fear roll, fear one. All right, so that is... You do get plus three because you do have your compatriots there with you. Ah, perfect. So. Let's see, fear roll of five plus three, that's eight. Because it's empathy, here we go. That is only one. All you needed was one. All right. Okay. So as you begin to kind of focus in, you, you see this image and you're trying to trying to pull it out to get it to be able to kind of speak with you again. Uh, it looks up at its, at its eyes and it begins to kind of solidify even more. At this point, it becomes then visible to everyone around. Fear test for the other three. So the colonel, the priest, and the socialite, because Friedrich Berglund is off doing his own thing, so he doesn't have to. But you what, get what, plus three. You again? What's that? Uh, it's either how? it's either empathy or logic, whichever is higher. Okay. And then you get plus three because of the presence of everyone else. As you see this figure of the priest kind of uh, appear then above the grave. Oh, he needs one. Feels ominous to get a 666 at this moment, but here we are. <laughs> hey, it's a success. That's all you have to worry about here. So if everyone got a success, so that's that's no no big deal. So yeah, you see this, this kind of image, and it kind of looks up its eyes, uh, it raises its head and looks directly at at Nicholas. You called me forth. Yes, father. You desecrate. Not intentionally, Father. We wish to find out what happened to you. I died. What killed yes. you? Grotesqueness, unimaginable grotesqueness. Hmm. How did the demon get into the church? No demon, no demon. Then what was this 
grotesqueness you saw. It was summoned here. Who summoned ages it? Ages ago. Was it trapped what? underneath the altar? Uh, no other mysteries lie there. How? What provokes the wrath of this this thing? It turns its eyes over at you. You do provoke its wrath. Me specifically or all of us? It turns its head and looks at each of you, kind of as it's kind of penetrating. <laughs> you and you and you. All of you provoke its wrath, as do I. We will provoke its wrath. We have provoked its wrath. Or are we the type of thing that provokes its wrath? Just by being human, we provoke it. Yes. How do we stop it, do you know? must find the key. What is the key? It lifts its finger up. Uh, not all answers are within your grasp, little weak one, as your power fades. <laughs> Rest in peace, Father. And with that, you said rest in peace. The image begins to kind of fade and disappears. Nicholas, I've seen some things in my time, but your talents for this are quite uh, wide ranging. I learned at a very young age that things beyond this world are better left to be known to better protect yourself. How do we know that what we talked to there was the priest and not a trickster spirit? I raised the same concern on the, uh, the last time. I do not trust it. Not, not even a little. Whatever you brought back, it pulling it from beyond. No. You do not have to trust my methods, Father. They merely only need produce results. It is not the methods that I do not trust. It is the things you call up. Mm. If this was the Father, then he's been clearly corrupted since time we don't even know no, if we it's don't not believe in... 
We don't believe in ghosts anyway. When you die, you go to heaven or you go to hell. Exactly. Whatever this... Mm. No. I have an open mind. I think that... Um... I think that I trust Nicholas's visions more than something I can't see. And I, yeah. he, he brought something up I can see. Let's well. just take everything with a grain of salt. And maybe a bit of holy water as well. Although it does remind the way it's said this happened ages ago. It does remind me of the times that we read about with the plague, the saint, but also in the uh, demonic tribes that were kicked out of here. I believe I something, have... something, something has kept this thing suppressed until recently. Yes. We'd learn a lot if we could figure out what it was that was suddenly, or how it was suddenly released or what provoked it. The only thing I can think of is the trees being cut down. Hmm. I'm ready for bed. Yes. Game Master, anyway. how did the organ burning go? Uh, yeah, I was going to come there next. Um, so you, where, where were you going to do this at? Uh, I figure, uh, I don't think I'm going to take it onto the street for a public display. Um, there's probably some stone churchyard that isn't super public, maybe, you know, near the cemetery, but okay. outside the church. So kind of like behind the church out of the public view type of thing. That's what I have in mind. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you, you take it out. Um, uh, and there is a, there's a little, uh, plaza kind of in the back, uh, uh where you could tell, uh, cause during, um, uh, one of the Sundays uh, before Lent, there's usually a, a big procession with icons and things like that. Uh, the Sunday or uh, the Sunday of Orthodoxy, uh, where there's a procession at the various corners of the church. And so there's an area that's kind of set up, but it's it's out of the way where people don't see it. And as you're kind of bringing the heart out, you kind of lay it down on the ground and you're getting ready to to kind of burn it. And when you do, though, you put the ash down and there doesn't seem to be a heart in there. It seems like everything is just crumbled to dust. Hmm. Um, does the quantity of dust even account for the heart having been part of it? It does. Hmm. So there's not a lessening of, of material there. It's just when you go to lay it down, it just kind of all goes kind of it immolated itself, essentially. Well, the next time we go in, we'll see whether the heart is returned or whether it could only exist within that space which probably means i see the end of the seance as i go into the cemetery and to meet the fellows uh and i say how'd it go any luck we were able to contact the father spirit was it helpful i trust you told you where the key was that is the one piece of information he did not divulge well, mm. like any good priest, he wrapped it in a metaphor. Good priest, or mm, mm, mm. like any good demon, all he caused was more confusion. Quite. We 
Well, uh, I couldn't burn the heart. It burnt itself. So, um, what? Instead of remaining while I built a pyre, it sort of devolved into ash like the rest of it. Disintegrated, like with age, to turn to dust. It was, I think it was ash, though. It was, you know, sour, not um, dead. Hmm. Is that fair, Game Master? There wasn't dust and ash, or were there both? It's, it's a little bit of both, actually. I take it back. Yeah, maybe time, maybe time is of the essence of this anomalous curiosity. If we were uh, interested, it might be a chance to see if this is tied to the, the priest himself. Might we just find Ash in that grave, or if we take him off the premises? Uh, Normally, I would not recommend digging up such a body, but uh, I think we're a bit beyond that now with his clear attitudes. Has anyone packed the shovel? Well, we can it, get a shovel. We're, we're not going to do it tonight. Yeah, yeah. just a reminder, it's even though it's night, yeah. it is the summertime way up right. north, so there's still light. <laughs> yes, June at this, uh, at this uh, latitude... It won't be black at any point. And probably the, they'll start, uh, you know, I think, the, I think the Finns are prone even more than the Swedes to celebrate, uh, you know, the, the summer solstice for a week. Um, the sun always being up. And we might as well see if the doctor can tell us about the priest's heart and so on before we go to the back-breaking work of me watching you dig up a grave <laughs> then i suppose we retire for the evening yeah we have an early breakfast mm. very good um so yeah so you guys uh, head back to the hotel um and you guys uh, get a little bit of rest um it's a little bit fitful um you do have some um kind of bizarre dreams um you find yourselves seeming to kind of be walking in the woods, um, just as if you're going through a stroll, but it just seems kind of seems to be there. Uh, maybe it's because you guys have been thinking about the woods as being a source of something or so possible su uh, just suggestion, or maybe there's something more to it. You guys wake up um, and you head over to breakfast uh, at the Norseman's home. Um, and when you arrive, uh, Friedrich is there. Uh, wonderful, uh, wonderful of you all to, to come. Uh, I guess I have some uh, some eggs um, and uh, uh, this uh, cured bacon uh, and a little bit of toast and some coffee. Uh, I hope that is to everyone's liking. It is perfect, my friend. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, uh, please come in. Everything is uh, is ready in the dining room. Uh, I'll I'll be there. Uh, I'll be there momentarily. Uh, and he kind of uh, brings you all in, um, and uh, you got kind of get seated down. Um, as you guys are having breakfast, you do mm -hmm. notice he's having a little conversation with his wife um, in the other room. Uh, as you're listening in. Helga is a little bit concerned, you can tell. Um, he says she hasn't seen Ada this morning. 
Uh, and uh, but Friedrich says, uh, oh, don't worry, she's she's probably out playing. Uh, if you don't see her within an hour, then we'll 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 take a look for her. But uh, don't don't worry too much about it. I'm sure you know how precocious she can be sometimes. Um, and she says, "Oh, you're probably you're probably right, dear." Um, and then after that, he kind of comes in. I I, I hope you've all uh, brought your appetites. I see you've uh, you've gotten into the food. Very good. Ah, yes. Uh, eat heartily. Forgive me, Frederick. I could not help but overhear that uh, your daughter has not been seen this morning. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, uh, young girls, you know how they like to go out uh, Go out sometimes. Uh, she's probably down by the river. She enjoys kind of uh, spending some time out there, uh, you know, watching the fish go by, that sort of thing. Does she tend to play in the woods? Oh, uh, no, not usually. Um, that's a... Uh, I mean, she's only allowed to go there if one of us have gone with her. Of course. How's uh, how's uh, this fella looking this morning? Does he is he still nervous? Does he seem tired by any chance? Uh, he's a bit yeah, uh, kind of uh, red eyed. Um, uh, and uh, uh, Father Albert, you would probably be able to tell. Um, uh, he's got a little something in his coffee. Mm. Give me some of that too, if you don't mind. But hmm. I, I worry with what we saw last night about your child. Are you certain with what we know of the history of this town? What, what, what did you find out last night? The good news, uh, Mr. Northman, is that your um, client, Philho, is certainly innocent. Do you have proof? Well, the bad hmm. news is that it'll be difficult to present a demonic presence that tore the man's chest open as evidence oh. oh my yeah i don't think that's going to overcome the fact that uh he was found with the uh, uh with the priest's cross with him where was he found and what was his oh he was found trying to sell it what was the story about how he found it well he claimed he found it by the side of the river between here and rovaniemi yes yes in it's what state now. did he find it? Well, uh, well, that's part of the reason why the uh, uh, the jeweler he was trying to sell it to was a little bit concerned, uh, because the uh, the large red ruby that was uh, uh, kind of on the on the lower part of the cross was cracked and damaged. Oh. Mm. And well, also, the his idea of finding it upriver is a bit. Let's just say hard to believe. Things tend to go downstream after all. Is yeah. the is the mill close to the river, perchance? Oh yeah, it's the, it's it's got a water wheel to run the mill. Mm. Well, I believe we should check out the mill after breakfast. I have an appointment to see the town doctor. Um, and also we should uh, speak with the widow. Uh, I assume that you can introduce us to the unfortunate Tanya. She might know something about the damage to the cross. Oh, uh, yes. I, I, I mean, I'm, I, I'm not much of a churchgoer myself, but uh, I think she, she would probably know me. Very good, very good. 
Okay. When so you, where all do we want to go? We got one to the doctor, uh, one to the mill, and you mm -hmm. guys want to go as a group to go see Tanya, or how does that want to work? How do you how do you want to do it? Um, I'll go to the sure. mill with whoever is going to the mill. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go to the mill. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I'll be third to the mill. Okay. Um, so, Father, we could meet the widow and then the doctor, depending on timing, or the other way around? Yes, let's do that. And, uh, Frederick, if you don't find Ada shortly, do let us know. Uh, oh, Frederick, how is the hunting around here? Oh, it's it's quite good. Uh, there's some uh, some nice game, uh, and, and perhaps once we get all this uh, uh, sorted out, uh, happy to take you out for a, for a hunt. Is it seasonal um, or does it go on all the time? Oh, some animals are better in season, but uh, um, at least in the past, people would uh, you know uh, get what they can. Mm. Uh, just I'm idly playing my violin quietly uh, during this, just idly. And I want to, because um, it says you can try to use it to influence others. I want to try to play an anxious, uh, an anxious tune on it to make him take his missing daughter more seriously. Okay. Um, roll, roll me inspiration. I will not be using my plus two. I will just be. Two that failed. I've got too few dice. Okay, that's three successes. Okay, all you needed was one. Um... Between the the kind of the the melody that you're kind of uh, plucking out on the strings, um, and what you guys have been talking about, and particularly then uh, when uh, Father Albert was uh, mentioning the about his daughter, um, you notice he seems to kind of furrow, furrow his brow just a little bit more, um, and he seems to take a big swig of his coffee. Uh, but uh, yes, uh, if there's uh, uh, anything else I can do for you, uh, gentlemen, this morning, I'll, of course, I'll, I'll help introduce you to uh, uh, to Tanya. Um, is there anything else that you 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 guys need from me? Um, uh, One curious. I'm sorry. Jim, does it seem to, to us that he is acting very nervous, or is he just being really fluffy? <laughs> Um, at the moment, um, he seems a little concerned and a little, well, a little tipsy. It's starting to feel to us, to me at least, like he is trying to distract us a little bit. Yeah, it's on does, a different yeah. subject. Um, mm. Does so? Does anything seem suspicious? What would I use? Vigilance. Um, actually, that would be observation, technically. Okay. Vigilance is more uh, looking if someone's about to stab you in the back. <laughs> observation, I've got just two. Okay. Would I be able to join in on that? I have some 
deep suspicions about child sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> the father's um, getting sure. Yeah, you can do it. You can do an observation about... as well. Uh, yeah, I've got okay observation too, even with the minus one. So I, if I can give it a try, I would like to. Um, let's just have the, the two because Father Albert got a, got his success. Gotcha. Um, he doesn't seem to be attempting to do any distracting, per se. Um, he seems to be uh, kind of the sense of guilt, as he kind of mentioned last night. He does feel as if it's partially his fault that Vilho is uh, in the predicament that he's in. Um, and because of that, he's probably a bit distracted as well. Um, but he's not, doesn't seem to be intentionally okay. trying to distract you guys. Is there a way that we can get a message to the magistrate telling them that we have strong suspicions that Vilho is not the murderer? And that we're gathering evidence. So at least they can put off the execution. Well, uh, Frederick would tell you, unless you provide something concrete, uh, the magistrate wouldn't really even pay any attention to it. Uh, just saying you're looking into it, they wouldn't see that as a reason for halting the execution. Well, if we come up, if we find anything, we will let you know, and you may tell the ministry or magistrate. Oh, yeah. Anything we can do to, to get Vilho off if he's innocent, and you, you guys seem a lot more convinced today that he's innocent than you did last night. Yeah. Very much so. Did when you went to get the uh, church key from the uh, council member, was there an explanation as to why or when the place had been locked? Oh, um, yeah, I did. I did ask because I did find that a bit strange. And he said, "Well, since there wasn't a priest, there was no reason to to keep it un unlocked." And I, I, I do admit, I'm not much of a churchgoer myself, so I've. I've not tried the church door since uh, father died. I just knew that it's normally kept open. No, well, it's curious because there was further desecration since his body was removed. Further desecration? Um, yes. Oh, there's there's a, uh, several wagons full of wood ash all over the place and things. Really? So it would be interesting to know how many keys are about, but uh, as I suspect that it wasn't done by a member of the village, it's far from urgent. Oh, oh, oh desecration! Yes, I. If, oh, oh. Uh, should 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 we inform the bishop? Not yet. Let us continue our investigation. Yes. It might be best that we, you know, be unhindered for a bit longer. As uh... oh, very well. Uh, uh, a des oh, desecrate. Oh, oh. I hope they. Mm. Oh no, no, she wouldn't do it. No, never mind. Uh, oh yes, uh, let me get you to uh, uh, to your destinations, gentlemen. Very who, good. Who would not do it, Frederick? Uh, well, I, I, I know. Uh, um, that uh, Helen had some some issues with the priest, but I don't think she would go about anything such as that. Where is I don't Helen think this was Mumi, but we'd like to speak to her as well. Yes, Father, sorry. Where will uh, we find Mumi if she's in town? 
Um, she her uh, her her shack is uh, near the uh, near the forest line. Mm. Ghost ghost uh, yes, sends the reason. Very good. Uh, did she? Uh, is it customary to bring her an offering of some kind, or what do the superstitious locals do about that sort of thing? Uh, usually, if they're seeking healing from her, they usually bring her um, some food for trade. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, no, not anything necessarily. <laughs> you don't need any wards with her, if that's what you're asking, Doctor. Does she partake of tobacco? Oh, I've I've never known her to uh, not accept anything that was being offered. Mm. I'll take another one of your fine cigars then, so that we have something to share. Oh, certainly. Uh, he opens up the, his box and he hands you three. Very good. While you and the father are talking with the widow and the doctor, uh, perhaps after we investigate the mill, we can meet up at Umi's shack. Hmm, that sounds good. Getting yes. a broad impression of her, uh, if the timing works out quite. Very good. Okay. Let's do the... Um... Let's do the sawmill first. So, uh, Colonel uh, Gustafsson and uh, Nicholas and uh, and Harold, you all are heading off to the um, uh, to the sawmill. Uh, you kind of arrive. It's uh, still a bit early, but people seem to kind of begin the process of starting up their day. Uh, the sawmill is uh, kind of in operation. Uh, seems to be quite efficient as the the workers are kind of moving around. Uh, one thing you do catch note of um, is that the people in the mill. Uh, when referencing one another, do call each other comrade. Mm. Mm. Very well, good. that's not so unusual, is it? No, not very. Depends. Communism doesn't exist yet, so. Mm. Well, Marx wrote in 1845, 46, I think. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah, Marx. Yeah, he did. Well. Okay, so you guys go in. What do you want to do? As we're going in and looking around, I want to see, are they clear-cutting areas of the forest around us? Um... It does seem that there's some there is uh, appears to be kind of a systematic uh, cutting of the forest, uh, but as you're looking around, it appears the the locals have been using the forest for as building material and as wood for centuries. Okay. Okay. Does anyone here seem to be um, uh, some sort of person in charge, or there doesn't seem to be any foreman? I'll go to the nearest person then. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, how are you, comrade? Uh, hello. Uh, we are we are doing a, a small investigation to do to deal with the um, the priest, and we wanted to know if uh, you've heard anything around here, or if anything has just uh, passed you by, so to speak. Uh, you mean beside the fact that father uh, father's dead? Right. Oh, not mm. particularly. Um, we're uh, uh, we do our work. We do our jobs. Uh, 
I'm, I'm, I'm not quite sure what you're asking, sir. Oh, it's just a simple investigation. We're asking everybody. Um, and uh, we just wanted to gather information here. Uh, we heard that there's quite a few people working here. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, there's, uh, there's several people in the village work here, but I thought that that, uh, oh, that, uh, that vagrant Vilho was the one that uh, killed father. New evidence has um, come into the picture, which has changed the uh, changed the attitude of of uh, of the uh, investigators on the case. Oh, uh, I don't know. the The magistrate seemed kind of final with his decision, from what I've heard. Well, it but was final at the time, but uh, things change. They do indeed. So uh, would you mind us asking around uh, just a few of the people working here, just getting a survey of the... Uh, it's not for me to give orders, so uh, uh, go right ahead, I suppose. All right. And I, I, I will go through uh, literally every person just asking about the case. Yeah. I, I think... What, what exactly is this you're asking? That's what I, I, I'm not quite certain. Oh, I just wanted to know because just since the case is just public knowledge, everybody seems to know about it, whether there's any bits of information we missed that we could pick up just by quizzing. No, I mean, the... yeah, generally people have heard about, well, people know about the murder, uh, that Vilho was caught, that Vilho is going to be um, executed for it, um, that uh, some of them say it might be because father's been uh, been preaching against Hegel and Marx recently, but uh, they didn't think necessarily that Vilho was uh, uh, was politically inclined, but uh, just kind of general information. If you don't think, uh, if you don't think he was politically inclined, what is your suspicion that those, those two things are related? The murder and the politics? Oh, just simply uh, answering questions about, uh, uh, about what father was doing beforehand. What was father doing? Normal priestly duties, preaching, uh, celebrating the mysteries. It just—it does seem uh, quite left field. That does seem a bit of an oddball, doesn't it? The connection between the the vagrant committing the murder and thinking that it was tied to these this uh, group of philosophers that have become popular in the town. Oh, uh, I'm not necessarily saying that it is. I'm just merely, you're asking about father. I answer questions about father. You're asking about the case. I answer questions about the case. All right. Uh, Are friend. you, um, have you been cutting down trees in uh, an old growth area that you've never cut before? Um. Not necessarily. We're just kind of continuing to uh, to go deeper into the woods. Uh, we have a lot more work these days, and so uh, uh, we have uh, cut down maybe a few more trees than we have in the past. And we can do that so much easier now that we have the mill, of course. We don't have to wait for it to get shipped down and all of that. We can do the work here ourselves. Yes, I've I've heard that you are going to build an opera house soon. Uh, where exactly will it be located? Once oh, the north end of town where we have some land. 
the uh, the forest itself is would be to the west of the village. Okay, so they're not building deeper in. No, they're, they're, it seems like everything of the village is kind of along the river itself, and it kind of goes more north and south. Hmm. Okay. What was the town's reaction to this priest death? Oh, uh, well, everyone was a bit shocked by the fact that someone would, that Vilho would do such a horrendous act. Um, you know, there's uh, some people that were uh, quite saddened by it because they were uh, uh, they were faithful uh, followers. Um, for some of us, it's just more of well, uh, just uh, uh, one less thing to uh, to keep the worker uh, from being put down. Ah, I see. I don't know if necessarily we have a strong. Um, a strong lead here. Do, do we yes. have any any reason not to go? Anything? I would I would like to make one quick check of the river just to um, see if Frederick's daughter is still around there. Right. I do worry for her safety. Um, yeah, sure. Like looking up and down the river, you don't you don't seem to you don't seem to find you don't see her. You don't see any tracks of a little girl. Kind of be like finding a needle in a haystack. I don't know if we want to search for all, all, all day. Very true, but with the dreams of late and what happened at the church, I, I fear we have kicked the hornet's nest. Hmm. Shall we go then? Yes. So as we're leaving, I say... I'm trying to mull all of this over in my mind and put two and two together. I do suspect with the strange amount of ash and the way uh, uh, Dr. Belgen said that the heart just disintegrated and that we've seen uh, the deterioration of that heart was more advanced than what we actually would suspect it to be. At that stage, I'm thinking time manipulation. Are we talking about troll craft? Mm. Could there be fairies or trolls? Those questions. River? I... Trolls hang around about the river, don't they? Or near bridges? Fairies yes. live in woods. You're speaking outside of my expertise personally, but um, I, I, I do think that we're not talking about anything remotely within uh, the natural world. I do, I have an idea of what might have caused the spirit to react. When, when Frederick told us the cross's state, he said the ruby on the bottom was cracked. And all those millennia ago, when the saint crystallized wine, would that not make a red gem? Interesting. I do, I do believe when the saint cured the plague, the, the creature causing it was sealed inside this ruby, and that ruby was placed upon the cross. And once the cross was broken, it unleashed. Once the ruby was cracked, the, the priest in the vision was not facing you. 
No. What if he just had an accident and broke the jewel? It very well could be that. Let's see if we can find the others. Yes, I agree. Okay. Uh, Father Albert and Dr. Berglund, were you wanting to go to uh, the doctor's place first? Or you wanting to go to um, uh, to the rectory first? Uh, <clears throat> it depends on the hour. I think I'm not supposed to see the doctor until after nine. So if it's eight fifteen so, when breakfast is done, then we'll see Tony. Right. Yeah, breakfast at seven, so it's going to be over about seven thirty or so. Um, so yeah, it's good. It's before you would uh, had scheduled to go talk to the doctor. Yes. Let's see the widow. And then, of course, we can release Frederick to whatever his day is. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, so so uh, Frederick uh, brings you over to the house, which is, you know, maybe uh, it's not too far of a walk. So it's a couple of minutes from the church itself. So you kind of pass by the church uh, and continue down that road a little bit before you get to the uh, uh, to the rectory itself. Um, Frederick knocks on the door. Um, and Father when he... Albert, is there some, does she have a title or something? Matushka. I'll, I'll answer correctly, knowing yeah. there it is. <laughs> in, in a in a in a uh, Russian Orthodox setting, um, yeah, I think uh, uh, Matushka. 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 Just kind of the the, the priest, the priest's wife. Um, so uh, Frederick goes and knocks on the door, and when he does, the door actually kind of opens up a little bit. Um, he kind of leans in and um, uh, Tanya. Uh, Tanya. Uh, there's no response. Um, uh -oh. she's sent, sent back Frederick. Supposed to be here. Um, uh, is there a, is there smoke in the chimney? There is smoke in the chimney. There's a lot of smoke in the chimney. Jesus. Oh. oh. Okay, we've had some ash. Let's go inside. I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, doctor. Uh, God is going with you right now, and I'm going to impart the blessing advantage to Doctor Frederick. Okay. So that means you get a plus two to any roll that you wish. Ooh. Very refreshed. But okay. then yes, um, immediately follow. This is sketchy. Um, do you wish Frederick to go in with you or have him stay outside? Um, you... Perhaps you should see if there's an alarm to put up. There might be a fire. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, that, uh, okay. Um, yeah. Go, okay. Frederick. He... <laughs> kind of runs off. He's like, I, 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 I don't know what to do. Uh, so he kind of takes off. All right. Yell fire. That usually does it. <laughs> um, you guys go. You guys go in. Um, and as you enter in, there's kind of over everything a very fine layer mm -hmm. of ash over everything. Not not thick, not heavy, but there seems to be kind of this uh, fine layer of ash. There's a, a corridor that you open up into. And there seems to be kind of rooms down at the end. Um, off to the right, kind of the first room, there seems to kind of be like a, a sitting room. Uh, and there is a massive fire that's in the fireplace. And you're, you're feeling that room probably feels like 95, 98 degrees in there. Um, and there appears to be someone sitting in front of the fireplace, um, kind of covered up with blankets upon blankets upon blankets. Mm -hmm. Matrushka, are you are you all right? No response. Um, okay, so it's the quick but anxious creep to put, press, put a hand on her shoulder and 
go with you. Here, <laughs> okay. pull pull her and you know bend in a little against the blaze. As you kind of reach in, because she's she's sitting in this this chair. As you brush up against this chair, the fabric on it just kind of falls off, as if dry rot type of thing. Hundreds of years old, almost. As it just kind of crack, crackles as you kind of brush up against it, um, and you once you you said you're touching her shoulder. So when you touch her shoulder, oh, she oh, oh, I have I have guests. Um, oh, I I I didn't hear you uh, come in. Uh, uh, please have a seat. Can I can I get you something to drink? Forgive us, Matryoshka. Yes, please. Uh, let 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 us go together to the kitchen. It's it's hot in here. Oh, is is it? Oh, uh, okay, very well. Uh, and she, yeah, she kind of walks out and she's covering, it's still covered in these these heavy blankets as she kind of walks across the kitchen. Give me an investigation roll, um, both of you, while you're there. Uh, seven. Okay. Yeah, two, two sixes. Okay. As you're walking through in the parlor where you guys are at, there's a lot of pictures around. Um, and some of them, of course, are kind of like family photo type of things, uh, uh, things like that. But they're also then, uh, because it's a priest's house, there are also icons here. Um, you notice on all the icons, the faces of all the icons are blackened over of every single icon in this house. And like in the church, there isn't soot on the wall above them. It's though somebody held right. a candle. Uh, right. There's no soot above the wall. It's just it's just directly where the faces are at. Just that area there itself is blackened in. Yeah. Tanya, what did you and Vladimir get up to? Oh, what what are you? What are you? Uh, what are you asking? What are we up to? We, I I don't understand your question. Uh, Matryoshka, forgive us. This is uh, Father. Gerling, uh from Uppsala. I am uh, Dr. Berglund. Um, we are trying to learn the truth about your husband's death. Um, you know, the 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 vagrant Vilho is innocent. You realize? Oh, but he had the uh, he had the he had the 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 church's cross with him. Yes, he he found that. Um, we don't know exactly how it came to the riverside, but. That uh, little man couldn't have done to your husband what what was done. You must realize. Well, I've I've seen the butcher prepare the meat. Um, uh, why couldn't a man with a with a knife do such a thing? What makes you think that Vilho had a knife? Well, how how else could anyone do such a thing? Well, it wasn't exactly uh, someone. Um, do you have uh, tea or something in the morning? Is there something? Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. I was going to make you tea, wasn't I? Uh, uh, very good. Uh, yes, uh, please. And she goes into to the kitchen um, and uh, she pulls up, pulls out a, a kind of a, a canister that she keeps her tea in. And you notice that the canister itself is just kind of covered in rust. Uh, as she kind of takes the lid off uh, and she scoops a couple of uh, spoonfuls into the kettle. Uh, and she picks up the uh, some of the some of the, the the wood to put into the fireplace. You can tell that it's just uh, 
very, very old and, and kind of rotted, but she is able to kind of um, get a fire started in there. Um, and she just keeps putting more and more and more wood into the stove. She does, just keeps does, shoveling it in. Does she look like a woman in her 30s? She looks like a woman in her 60s. Which is not the correct age as we understand no. it. At right. Doctor, um, can we even get her out of here? I, if what happened to the heart? Oh, that's a that's a that's a thought. Um, uh, Madame Matushka, are you are you cold? You seem to be very covered up, but the fire is is blazing. Um, uh, no, I'm I'm not cold. Why? Well, you you very you're very heavily dressed. Oh, um, am I? I just. Uh... Uh, put on my clothes this morning. Is, is what I'm wearing not appropriate? I, I, I'm so sorry. I, I, I'll go change. And she kind of begins to leave the kitchen and walks down the hallway and kind of disappears into a room. Uh, Father Albert, I, I think your concern is appropriate, but I don't know if there's anything to save her. Um, uh, I don't know the steps for even like an emergency exorcism or something, which is what it would seem she needs. But is is the demon here now? If it is, it's not directly attacking her like it did the father. No, it seems more as though there's an an element that that quickens yes. somehow some toxic or a repellent substance i'd like um well let's open whatever flues and dampen this thing quite yes yes uh, so that we don't the house doesn't go up i'll and i'll do the same in the in the uh drawing rooms yes. and then yes. i think it'll be easy to distract her while we search the place for the key she might have no i mean it might be the key that is causing this acceleration that could be, yes, some attack to keep it away from us. It's strange. The ghost said it did not like any of us, and seems to be correct. Yes, fire. Let's put this out. Okay. Yeah, you don't have any trouble putting putting the fires out. That's not a problem at all. Okay. Uh, Tanya. And, <laughs> yeah, we'll check on her in a few minutes and make sure that she's... Yeah. The the door she went into, the door, uh, the room she went into, the door is closed. Um, do we want to look at his office and around the house? Because I don't know yes. if she's even going to come out. I, I I fear you're correct. Uh, yes, let's let's go to his mm -hmm. office quickly. I'm only responsible for her physical well-being and you have her soul and you're, you know, under your broad rubric but yes eh, you are correct i will see if she's well but uh, uh perhaps yes you should go and make while the getting's good yeah okay so uh father albert's going to go check on uh yeah. tanya and yeah. uh dr berglund is going to be kind of searching around you look for the look for the father's office and okay. desk and papers all right 
So, uh, Dr. Bergler, you're heading down the uh, the hall. There's kind of just one main hallway with some rooms kind of branching off. Um, as you're kind of moving down towards the end, um, you see that there is this mirror that's there. And something out of the corner of your eye, you catch. And a clo on closer inspection, maybe slightly at an angle so as not to look myself in the eye. Okay, as you go and you kind of take a look, there seems to be, is there almost these kind of smoke kind of forming in there? Mm -hmm. um, this is a, a sort of a normal hallway mirror. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a little bit larger. It might be about uh, about three foot tall. The frame is not ornate or just a simple wooden frame. Okay. Uh, and it's hanging slightly off the wall and a regular just a little peg bit, yeah. behind yeah. it. Nothing seems out of the ordinary. You just see a, you, it's hold, held up by a nail. Yeah. Um, is that, is it warm to the touch? Give me a fear roll. Yep. Uh, and use that's either empathy or logic. logic. Yeah. And you're by yourself. Right. Oops, two of them on my lap. Nothing good yet. Ah, one success. One success. Okay. Uh, so um, I didn't tell you was a, I didn't tell you how many number, but because oh, I didn't yes. tell you, I'll let it be with a fear one because I didn't tell you. <laughs> um, as you touch the um, the mirror, an image becomes very clear. And as you're touching the mirror, it seems to be reaching out towards you, and you see a claw come oh. outside of the mirror. Right. Uh, as it's reaching forward, it's still that there. Off the wall. You're just going to smash it. I'm going to tip that thing off the wall onto the floor. Okay. Give me a. Uh, I'll let you choose agility or force, whichever you want. Oh boy, my strongest attributes. Um, okay, agility, three dice, and two sixes. That's all you need. All right, so yeah, so you quickly, you, you see this thing reaching out, you go and you just smash it off the wall and it just shatters on the ground. Just as the, all the glasses kind of, you see a little bit of smoke kind of creeping off, but then uh -huh. it immediately kind of dissipates. Doctor, is everything all right? Uh, yeah, Father, no you means. definitely hear that. No, uh, uh, look for, uh, be mindful of windows and mirrors. We still need to find, I think the key is here, that the creature, I think I saw what Nicholas saw. Oh. And it was close. Lord protect us both. Tanya, Tanya, are you? We need to move, Tanya. Knock, move? Knock, knock. Oh, my my son is not coming to pick me up for a few more weeks. <sighs> Forgive me. He's here now. Let's go, Tanya. Oh, I'll I'll need my travel jacket then. Uh, one moment, please. No, no. Now, now is good, Tanya. 
Okay. Uh, Dr. Berglund, you do see that opposite the mirror, uh, there seems to be a study there. And as you peek into the study, the place is a mess. Books are strewn absolutely everywhere. Hmm. I don't think the widow did this. Um, all right, uh, methodically, desk first. Is it locked? Uh, as you go to the desk, someone's pried open the door to the of the desk. Mm -hmm. You um, do notice there seems to be a false bottom in one of the desk drawers. It seems to have been overlooked. Uh -huh. Dagger out. Try to pry that up. Pop that open. Let's go to Father Albert. Um, you see then um, Tanya comes out and she seems to have added about five or six more blankets over her. Where, uh, where is then? He's just outside, Tanya. We must go now. Okay, uh, very good, very good. Uh, 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 and she begins to follow you. Where are you taking her, yeah. Father? Uh, out of the house, probably past the study. Doctor, I'm. Well, we... the, the study is farther down. Oh, other way. Okay, then we're we're going out. I'll I'll give a shout. We're we're heading out, Doctor. We'll we'll see you shortly. Uh, uh, Tanya, have you have do you have anything to confess? Uh, anything to give up? He's he's for sure that she's going to just go into dust, but he's got to try and get her out of there. Okay. Um. No. I I I I went to confession before my husband died. I I think I'm good. Poor soul. Is there anything you what is these like walking around the front door? Anyone I should contact for you? Other than your son, of course. Uh, well, uh, well, just the Spiritan should be outside. He's my only family. Yeah, that's where you said he was, yes? Guilt. Yes. Yep. Okay. So you lead her outside. As you lead her outside, your suspicions are correct, good father. Um she begins to just crumble before you. I need a fear three test from you. Yeah, that checks out. Uh, oh, and I'm going to go roll with my empathy. That seems right. And you're all alone, so no, no bonus. No, no, not a, nothing. I'm, uh, I'm assuming these are mental conditions. These are mental conditions, yeah. As I become angry, frightened, and helpless, all of that is accurate. He just kind of falls down with this handful of shawls <laughs> those those disintegrated as well no <laughs> i mean the whole kit and caboodle just fell apart in front of you i mean he's just gonna sit down on the lawn then for for a minute okay while he's sitting down for a minute um dr berglund mm. you find something in that drawer you find yourself a nice little diary. Mm. And as you're looking, there is something that catches your attention. The very last entry. Oh, 12th May, 1862. I have finally found it. I discovered the exorcism ritual of my saintly predecessor. Father Elia, tu imoistu, mister used to bring the people of Koivu 
back to God and banish the evil spirit back to Tartarus. As in the past, the people were gripped by pagan superstitions. Now their minds are poisoned by the atheism of Hegel and Marx. The Israelites were constantly pulled back to God following their great hardships. We need a hardship. I will undo the protection that Saint Elia gives to us. May God forgive me my sins. And once the people see again how much they need God, they will return. will preach repentance. They will accept. And I will banish the devil once more. The road laid before me is treacherous, but I will do the will of God. Thus is hubris. Um, I'll pocket that as we'll need something to show. As you're putting the, um, uh, the journal into your pocket, a very small key falls out of it as well. Very oh, thin. Nice. Very thin. Uh, all right. A, a separate pocket with care. Maybe wrap it up in a cloth. Um, uh, I don't imagine anything here could be as important in times of the essence. So I'll go out and join the widow and Father Albert. When you head out, you see Father Albert sitting down outside the door by himself with a pile of ash next to him or a pile of dust, dirt, debris. Um, Father. Mm. Um, you can see his his hand that was holding hers is per like leaving a little ash on his face. Yeah, a little hand on the shoulder. Um, I don't think she could have been saved and uh, we have the key. So it was not in vain. Thank, thank you, Doctor. Um, yeah. uh, oh, I have, um, I have a flask in my bag. If you'd like a, that, please. A touch of inspiration. I, yes, I, I think that's exactly what I need right now. As you take a swig from uh, the doctor's, uh, the doctor's bottle. Um, you hear the town bell start to ring. Mm, he went to the fire department. Um, and you see a lot of people starting to gather kind of in the center of town. So this is both uh, Father Albert and, and Dr. Berglund, as well as everyone else, starts to see once the bell begins to ring, uh, everyone seems to kind of be huddling to the, uh, to the middle of town. Yeah, let's make pace. I fear if this is the the judgment visited upon husband and wife how far will this go beyond this he he willingly undid whatever the ancestor did to try to bring his flock back jesus i will share that we have to come up with a story for the village first uh, do Perhaps. we have time Perhaps we just go to the church and open I, up that vault. The others will probably hear the bell, so yes, let's go uh, in. Correct. Yes, let's go there. Okay, put that down. As you kind of come to the center of town, um, you see uh, a lot of people kind of uh, kind of gathering, kind of talking in, in, in kind of corners by themselves. You do see uh, Friedrich and Helga um, 
kind of up near the front, and you can definitely see that uh, that Helga has been profusely crying. Uh, red eyes, tears streaks out her her, her face. Um, the uh, kind of the go. mayor of the village then uh, kind of is trying to speak above the crowd, and you're able to pick out there seems to be several people that have gone missing this morning, multiple people, um, and tracks seem to be heading into the woods. Uh, that they're wanting to get some uh, parties together in order to uh, do searching of the woods to see if they can find these missing folks. Right. So, uh, so we know that one of the missing is the child Ada. Or is it is the population? Are they describing men, women, and children, or is it all children? Or uh, it's it's men, women, and children. Um, well, at least our fire alarm isn't drawing attention. Let's find uh, the others. Yes. Oh, oh, we're here. What's what is what's happening? Going on? The the uh, unfortunate fact of the missing villagers uh, might make it easier to occupy the church on uh, it, without interference. I have found this diary entry oh. we'll pass the journal around and there is I think this I think this must be the key I was completely wrong in my ideas mm. I thought perhaps uh, Mama or uh, what's her name uh, Mumi. Mumi Helen had put a, a terrible curse on the priest and his wife it still might be good to find Mumi Helen before we attempt this intervention. And it seems yes. my theory was correct. The Let's Ruby. find her. She might be the one who knows how to put the thing back in the box, mm. whatever it is. The fact that she left town for a couple of days, she might have gone for help herself or some... Oh, she's not here then. Yes, she... Well, oh, that... she, came, she was going well you don't know where she is currently. Yeah, right. we know where her shack is, but she left only for a couple of days, Frederick said. Then perhaps, perhaps we could just grab random people on the street and say, have you seen Mummy? Where is she? They might eventually point us in the right direction. We'll find okay. her. Mm. Um, you find someone and they say, oh, I think I think I saw her join one of the uh, the groups that was heading out into the forest. We'll head right. that direction. Well, then, keep asking. Get your weaponry at the very least. Mm. This thing is, yes, what the do the doctor perhaps mentioned, but it is stalking, and it will show up in reflections. I don't see a reason the river us. won't provide that. Apparently, yeah. we have disturbed it enough that it is ready to attack. I think the priest did the work himself, but it's it's out there. It it could it could transmogrify itself out of a looking glass. If we we, we must re retrieve the cross from the constabulary. I believe the ruby at its base was the crystallized wine the previous the patron saint used to seal away the spirit in the first Do you place. Think that's in Rovaniemi. How far away is Roma Rovaniemi? That's uh, that's about half a day's journey north. If we're fearing that, I think fa what Father said was pretty prescient. I think that if the, this vason is leading them to the river, to 
the woods. To part to do with the woods, and, and and therefore, the river is next to the woods, I believe. Um, no, there, and, the the city is the, the village is next to the woods. Then you go out mm -hmm. farther eastward. Uh, there's been clearings and clearings and clearings of the woods before you get to the woods. Okay, I'm. Mm -hmm. It it, I I think we must retrieve whatever is holy from that church that he left. I I do not think that we will have time once we find this. The people there, the demon will be there too. Somehow, the original saint trapped the demon in red wine. Maybe red wine is the key here. And then once in the red wine, it was condensed down to a stone. I, I am prepared to perform the divine liturgy as well as I can, but... And uh, I am ready to assist. I think we need Mummy Helen. She might be the one who knows the original ritual. Are we afraid of going to the using the key now? Well, in, in the father's diary, it said he discovered it himself. Perhaps that is what is in the box, the original exorcism, the rituals. Well, I'm, I'm game for anything anyone wants to do. Let's go. I'm sorry, oh, Doctor, your flask is empty. <laughs> in fact, oh, if... That's mine. Thank you. If this, <laughs> if this creature is vindictive enough, I believe, even if it has captured people and brought them to the wood, perhaps if we begin doing something in the church to catch its eye, it It'll will leave back. them be and come to us. I believe the quicker we begin, the more time those people ha may have to be found. We're saying this as we're walking towards the church. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. So is, is that where we're going? We're going to the church? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the I think... father at least will stop by the hotel and then bring people's weaponry. I, I'm assuming not everyone's brought them, or is it just the father that left his sledgehammer behind? I, I wear I mine on my side. Oh. Yeah, Nicholas yeah. only has a small knife. All right, yeah, I will be. Sorry. I will be, but a moment. I will not everyone is as violent as Father Albert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the least violent. I did not bring my weapon. Bye. Also, he my smells we a little flammable himself already. <laughs> my weapon is merely for rituals, and that is all. Okay. Not for rituals. So, <laughs> you guys are stopping the hotel to grab weaponry that people need to get there and then you're heading towards the church right yes that is where Correct. we're going okay when you get to the church the door is open already okay it may be too late let's go inside let's go in you go inside you notice one thing that well, there's a couple things you're going to notice. But one thing, one of the things you notice is that you know because you guys had been walking in there, you would expect to find your your footprints and whatnot. Mm -hmm. The ash in there is completely smooth again. Mm. In the circle, in front of the iconostasis, there stands several men, women, and children facing inward. 
It or the circle bring, itself. It did not bring them to the wood. It brought them here. This is a ritual. Of course. Don't Why didn't I see them? them? What's that? Ada is among them. Ada is among them. Do not disturb them. It makes whatever effect is happening worse. We we, we have to stop this at the thing. Uh, let's quickly get to the safe. Into the sanctuary. Yes. Okay. As you're walking past them, they seem to be mumbling something. You're not quite sure what the language is. Um, but they seem to they do seem to be kind of mumbling something in kind of unison with one another. You also notice that all of their skin looks extremely dried out um, and flaking in some places as well. We must hurry. But you guys are passing them by and going into the sanctuary. You don't think do? there's some holy water might ameliorate? If, if I had any to give, I would uh, do it. I, I, I have nothing for them. Well, let's try the key. Uh, everyone else stand back. Uh, and be on guard. Yeah, Nicholas has his knife out and his crystal ball. Okay. As you uh, put the key in, you twist and turn, and it, it it's a little bit difficult because the, the mechanism seems to be a little uh, uh, kind of hardened a little bit, but eventually you kind of twist and you go, you hear a click. And then you lift up the top. Mm -hmm. And inside, you do see what appears to be a small collection of paper, very brittle, very old paper that is uh, bound up with uh, some sort of twine, some sort of twine. Uh, and if you're not quite careful with them, you think that you might they might crumble crumble before you. You do notice on kind of the edge of one of the pieces that you're able to read, uh, there seems to be something in Greek. And I would think uh, because of his education, Dr. Berglund or uh, Father Albert would definitely be able to read this. Uh, but it says, Arastoli, which say, translates as dark spirits by the holy Aristotle. And there seems to be another piece of paper that looks a lot newer, kind of wedged in between the, uh, the twine and the rest of the papers. Probably handwriting like that in the journal. It does, what you can kind of see from the edge, it does look very similar to the handwriting from the journal, yes. And nothing else came out of the hole. Just this stack of papers. I, I think we found the exorcism, Father. This is probably work for you. Okay. Very delicate. Be, be very delicate with it. Here, Father, if it is hard to read, take my magnifying glass. It may help, it may help you. Thank you. Uh, let's set it up and uh, I'll begin preparing for the divine okay. liturgy i suppose as you're looking at it and pulling out the, the piece of paper that's separate from the rest the newer piece of paper uh in the same handwriting as from the journal you find this following the sanctification the chief priest takes the holy things and commingles them with the artan and says I bind Leviathan and all proud spirits arrayed against my life and community. I bind the principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, and spiritual wickedness in the places of the high and the low. I lose mind, will, and soul from every assignment and spirit of darkness. 
I free this land of its affliction. I make it holy and free. And I command Beelzebub and all his minions within this claimed place to heed my words and obey. You are bound in limbo through the power of the holy and undivided trinity, Father, Son, and Spirit. If the master is a man of true faith and free of all stain of corruption, he may fire the holy things in the forge of purity and pull forth the jewel of faith. Well, we're screwed because we don't have a man of faith and purity. <laughs> and yes, the, the, the father just nods along, takes another swing. He's another swing of his. How close do you suppose you have to be? You need to have your confession heard. What do you want to confess to? Liturgy's going to take at least an hour. Yeah, but he can use the Lutheran ritual. Is that a, like a speed run? Cliff notes? <laughs> the cliff note version, yeah. It's, what do you, what do you guys want to do? I, I we think have to I, find this thing. It's obviously trying to take over, destroy yes. the whole village. You know, the souls in front don't have long. Yes, we must hurry. Advise us as to what you would need to prepare, and we'll um, assume that you're shriven. All right. Um, yeah, and he'll start to kind of lay out the the steps for okay. that. Yeah, basically, um, you'll with your theological training at the seminary, um, yeah. you would know that there are a couple of steps that need to happen here. Um, is that you need to create the Eucharist by saying mass yep. in the Lutheran case. Uh, you would know it's something a little bit strange to you, uh, but you do know from your studies that the Artan bread uh, is just regular bread that has been blessed, the priest blesses with the Eucharist okay. itself. Um, and then you've got this formula to say that's in here. And then at the very end, it says you need to um, uh, fire the holy things right. in the forge of purity and pull forth the jewel of faith. Um, it almost sounds as you're kind of thinking from your theological training that somehow you're supposed to put these things into the chalice and set them on fire. Hmm. And uh, then pull forth the jewel of faith. Very fiery village. Right. Um, uh, I'll get uh, some fire. go into, <laughs> I'll go out into the village and look for bread, uh, wine, brandy to burn things, um, any other materials you think that could, should be assembled? That, uh, any wine, I've made a short work, but I have some left uh, that I brought with me that should suffice, I'm sure. Make uh, sure it's not vinegar. Yeah, quite. Um, Harold, would you hear my confession so I can be as close to pure as I can be? I mean, I can hear your confessions, but I don't know if I'm the most pure among everyone here. Uh, well, it's he without and whatnot, right? <laughs> um, um, Harold, I, I, it's, I don't, I don't, we don't have time for this. I'm sorry. Um, I let my previous congregation die through my lack of will 
I, I, I let something take them. And I, I what do you mean, uh, I suppose I should just let you speak. No, it's fair. My, my sister has, she's not human anymore, perhaps in some way, but she killed everyone. And I see this happening before me and I don't know if I can stop it again, but I have to try. And this could be a redemption for me. Father, we have entered into a world that um, that I don't recoil when you tell me that your sister has killed an entire congregation. Uh, I don't know any anything any of us can do except go forward. Go forward in grace, as it were, in providence. All right, Harold, roll the inspiration. <laughs> Oh, sorry, two successes. Two successes, all right. Excellent, excellent. All right, so I'm assuming you're one to have that extra success turn into another uh, mental condition to be healed, wouldn't you? That all right, so great. that is three healing of mental conditions for Father Albert. Oh man, he's he stands up straight and you can still <laughs> smell the liquor on his breath, but it, it is a, yes, yes, Harold, we are in grace, let's kick this demon out of the house of the Lord. As you finish that, now, as I get this, uh, Dr. Berglund, you you ran out to find some supplies, yes? Okay. Yeah. As Harold kind of finishes talking with Father Albert, and he's is able to have burdened, gotten these burdens off of his soul, um, the rest of you that are still in the church, um, you notice that the, uh, the cadence of the people in the circle seems to be getting louder and more rhythmic and as you look over starting at, as soon as you look over to the the front door um you see this standing in the doorway whoever has not had to do a fear roll yet for this particular creature needs to give me a fear roll too all right i've got mine out of the way What's the uh, bonus dice situation? I'm assuming one for Harold or you get we, are uh, we all kind of there. Well, yeah, Berglund's not there, so the but the rest of you are. And the okay. most you can get is three, so you do get a plus three. I'm going to put myself between them and that. Yeah, with I my, think with my saber drawn. As Nicholas sees the creature enter, uh, he's going to start setting up a seance-like thing to try and protect the people that are in the okay. circle chanting. All right. So we'll we'll get to that in a second. Did, uh, did everyone get two successes? That yep. was rolling? Okay. Um, with that, then, we will go into the initiative version of this particular game. Um, I'm, we'll go ahead, and, and Dr. Berglund, you will get an initiative, but we'll have to wait a little bit before you get back. Uh, but I'll just do it all at one time. Uh, and I believe, uh, Colonel, uh, you have to get you get two, right? You get two uh, cards. That's correct. And I okay. get to choose which one I want. Oh, all right. Cards. Yeah, I have a, a deck of cards, one through ten here. Uh, I've shuffled them up. Uh, and the way I'm going to do it is uh, I'll ask each person to choose a number. And then that's the number of cards I'll draw off the top. And that'll be your number. And I'm going to just go in order. So uh, Colonel Gustafson, how many cards? Oh, give me a number one through ten three one two three your first number is a four give me another okay. number one through nine seven 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Your second one is a six. So you have a I'll four or four. a six. You'll take the four. All right. I'm just going to shuffle that. Well, actually, I should keep that out. All right. So you're taking the four. All right. Harold, uh, I've got I've got eight cards. Which number? What? First one is a three. All right. Father Albert, seven one. cards. One worked out great before. Seven. Oof. <laughs> All right. Nicholas, I have six cards. Which one do you want? Uh, two. Two. One, two. You get a five. Not bad. Right. And uh, Dr. Berglund, I have five cards. Mm -hmm. That's right. I'll take the yeah. fourth. Fourth. One, two, three, and four. You get the one. Ooh. Right. And I come back. And then I shall take just the uh, the bottom card, which is a nine. Oh, good. All right, so the Vas the Vasen will have the nine. All right, so uh, Dr. Berglund, you are currently out searching for things, um, so you're unaware of what's going on. But you're uh, during the conversation. So uh, during the conversation between the father and Harold. Uh, You'll get there soon, but uh, the first round, you, you won't be present for us. Uh, next up, then, would be Harold. Okay. Um, in my immediate vicinity, um, what am I seeing right now? You're seeing, uh, basically, you've just kind of helped Father, and then um, you started to hear this chanting in front of you. And then at the far end of the church, because you guys are all in the sanctuary, at the far end of the church, you see this massive creature that is standing in the doorway. And do they seem like they're going to stop me from reaching that creature? They, so, at the moment, they seem to be um, engaged action. in some sort of ritual. Okay. Um, given that I feel like we're not running from this, I will, um, do, do I have the movement capacity to reach it? Um, in terms of game mechanics, you can't get all the way to it. You wouldn't be able to get next to it in this round, but you could get to it right in front of it next, uh, next round. So it would take all you right. two rounds to stand in front of it. Okay. I will move uh, whatever is my capability to move forward. Okay. We'll just do a dagger drawn. Okay, so you draw on your dagger. Uh, and basically, I'll let you get to uh, where the uh, the people are doing their chanting. That's kind of the area you'd be able to get to with one round. Okay. Uh, so three, four is uh, Colonel. I was drawing my sword. I'm going to try to get between whatever the creature is and the rest of them. Not necessarily okay. going all the way up to the creature, but I okay. want to be the guard standing in front. Okay, so like, like I told uh, Harold, you'll be able to, you can get to the, the people chanting if that's what you want to do. I'll let you be in okay. front of them, because that's, we can just let you be in front of them, so. But I'm probably going to grab, if I'm next to Harold, I'm going to sort of grab him and push him a little behind so I can get ahead. Okay, all right. Okay. Uh, four, five, then Back is uh, uh, Nicholas? Yeah, Nick Nicholas is going to enter into the room kind of behind kind of between the threshold of the main church and the sanctuary and he's going to start up he's going to try and make a protective sort of sigil or circle around the people chanting so the creature can't get to them as easily. 
if I can do that with a seance sort of thing? Um, I mean, that's a, typically what that's used for, but um, let's see. Um, all right. Like, well, like I, I told the others, you can get to that area if you want to if, for this route. And then we can oh, figure okay. out what you'll do the next route. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. All right. Uh, father. Uh, the father is going to have faith that the doctor will return with the rest of the supplies. He will start perhaps a truncated mass. He's just <laughs> shouting it above the any chanting. He, he's starting the ritual. Okay, so you're you're doing the the short form of the short form of the mass. All right, yeah. so you're getting you're getting that started. Opening by the time you get to it, you'll have the bread and the wine before you. Okay, um, it is the. The, the Vason's turn. Colonel, you have your sword drawn, yes? Yes. Okay. In one leap, it jumps in front of you and just is just towering over you. Okay. And it looks down at you. And it's going to take a swing at you. Like counter or you can attempt to um um parry? yes you can parry if you wish uh so that is uh you can roll um uh, if you're gonna parry close combat if you're gonna try to dodge its agility okay and just so you know uh, if you're trying to dodge you just need to get the same number as it if you're trying to parry you actually need to get more than it say that again if you're going to dodge, you need to get the same number of successes as the Vasin. If you're going to okay. parry, you need to get more successes than the Vasin. All right. I am going to try and fight to the arms by parrying. Okay. <laughs> I rolled four successes. We got oh, five. I got three. <sighs> Damn you and your five. <laughs> Uh, I have no. gotten three on any roll. <laughs> All right. Um, it just throws you. It just smashes into you and throws you across the room. Uh, and you smash up against the wall. You do take three physical conditions from that. Ooh. So I am wounded. And I'm also okay. looking around to see if I see my old friend. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you take three physical conditions, so you're exhausted, battered, and wounded, right? Okay. <sighs> you're asking about your old friend. Go ahead and give me a uh, give me a vigilance roll while you're while you're being trying to keep yourself awake at the moment. Vigilance is. You do have that plus two from the beginning of the session. I do. Yeah. I might roll that in there too. Okay. Uh, one, two, three, sixes again. There seems to be a, a rather familiar figure. Seems to be outside the church. Yeah. All right. We're back at the top of the round. Dr. Berglund. You're close enough that you do hear, you just heard, you don't know who it was, but you just heard the colonel get thrown across the church. So you heard this massive thud against the wall of the church. Yeah, um, 
we've we've uh, examined this place a bit. To, are there doors? Are there only the doors that are the, the three? There's the door in the front. Yeah, there's just the door in the front. The place. Okay, so that's so I've got I cut back and I've got like two loaves and a bottle of wine and and and, and like and then I see mayhem inside. You hear mayhem. Crash. You hear mayhem. Before I enter, you mean? Yeah. I hear the I hear yeah crash. Do I hear roaring? You didn't hear any roaring. It didn't is, it didn't let out any sort of primal roar. Is, it just, the, is the chanting ongoing? Actually, you would hear the chanting at this point because that has yeah. increased its level. Right. So um, you know, I, I, you know, that means I'm slipping in a door, trying not to have the daylight come full in so that I can examine the situation before I Okay. As you as you kind of peek in, you do see um uh, basically, uh, Nicholas and Harold are kind of around uh, this this group of chanters near these group of chanters. Uh, you see the the massive figure of of uh, the Vasin that you've already seen before, so you don't need to roll another fear test for. Seems to be right next to them, as well as the uh, the eight people that were there. And you do notice in a corner, just kind of beaten and bruised and bleeding a little bit over on the side. You see the Colonel next to some broken wood bits and so on. Um, this creature has strange anatomy, right? It's got bits of bone and things coming out of it. Mm -hmm. Is it is it skin? Is it like is it leathery or rockish or fleshy or? Give me a learning roll, Doctor. Seven. What happens? Nothing out of seven. Just as a reminder, you can always push. It would be a mental condition yeah. you would take. I I think everyone's becoming stressed, uh, mm. and I think I'll take frightened, and I'll try that again. That's better too. Um, but I'm frightened. So what is it? What is it made out? What you notice? Um, and this is kind of based a little bit upon what you saw in the mirror and what you're seeing now is that um, the skin itself looks like it's gotten thicker and tougher and more kind of leather-like in, uh, uh, in its strength. And with your learning role, you're making the connection that maybe it has to do something about the chanting that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to hurt the villagers, but... Um... That's a problem. Uh, is is that around? That's around. All right, we are at uh, three, which I believe was Harold. Yes. Okay, so if I were to know that what Frederick knows, which I don't know, I would turn my attention to, to the villagers. But I just saw the Lieutenant Colonel walk in front of me, step in front of me, and then immediately get absolutely destroyed and i don't feel like my attacks with a dagger are going to do anything so i wonder if there's any way i can use my turn instead to like goad it or uh anticipate an attack and uh and move away from the uh the blast radius of it uh, so to speak because i feel like the only way we're ever going to deal with it is through the the father or something 
So you're wanting to, as I, as I understand it, kind of move away from it and then taunt it over to you? Yeah, just to avoid it from it, from attacking the rest of my party. Just sort of just okay. take its attention. Yeah, you could go over you can go over to a corner uh, of the church uh, in a round and then uh, give me a manipulation roll and let's see what your taunting is like. On Harold. That's just rolling base empathy. So that's five dice. Make fun of his antlers. He's really he's very sensitive about those. So I don't succeed with five dice. So I see that I'm failing. I become uh, I become hopeless. I feel like I'm failing. I become hopeless, and then I'm attempting that again. Okay. So you're pushing it. And still no success. All right. It, something else seems to be keeping its attention. You don't know what it is, but something else is, is holding its attention. But you are away from it, leaving Nicholas by himself next to it. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, the lieutenant is next. Lieutenant, you're on the ground. Colonel, not lieutenant, Colonel. Lieutenant Colonel, you're lieutenant on the ground. Colonel. Lieutenant Colonel. So I take, uh, uh, we have fast moves in slow moves, right? Mm -hmm. So is my fast move getting back up onto my feet? Sure. And uh, I am going to, I'm attempting to do the same thing as uh, our socialite did. I'm trying to distract it so that it leaves the priest alone. And uh, so I, I yell taunts, uh, come here, you foul beast. It's... Uh, Go back to the bloody hell you came from, and I'm swinging the sword as I'm moving forward towards it. Give me a manipulation roll, then. Yeah, I'm really bad at manipulation. Let's see. Well, that's two dice. There's still a chance. There's hope. Nope. nope. You can push it, and it is a it is a, a a mental condition that you would take, so you wouldn't break yourself doing it. All right, I'll do that. It's still just two dice. Oh, I got a six one. Hey, there we go. That's all you needed. That's all you needed. It looks no, over at you. It looks over at you, Colonel. <laughs> and you see fire in its <laughs> eyes. All right. Okay. Uh, I believe we're at uh, Nicholas. Oh, yeah, Nicholas at this point. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, Nicholas is going to try and use his supplies for seances and rituals to try and create almost a bubble around himself and the chanters so that the creature cannot get to them. Okay. So in a sense, you're trying to do some magic. Yes. And okay. if it helps, I do have powdered deer horn. I wasn't able to find it in the main book. So I don't know exactly what it does. Oh, uh, that is an uh, that is an item of power. Um, okay. Let me see, because I don't remember what powder deer horn was. Let me take a look real quick. But it is an item of power. Um, so if that one, it's uh, it's page one twenty two. Yeah, one twenty four, one twenty two. All right. Um, oh, it's not listed in there though. Try 124. I saw that. I saw that one. I saw 
124 mentioned a few times. Oh no, that's that's just one of the Vason. Um, ah. No, powdered staghorns is. Oh, there it is. I found it. Items. You can use yeah. op- okay. You can use observation to resist the temptation of Vason. The player character feels unloved and suffers one mental condition every hour until someone succeeds with inspiration. So what what does that mean? What does that do? Um, so basically, if uh, if a Vason was attempting to uh, enthrall you, uh, you could roll observation in order to resist. Ooh, I, okay, knowing that, I want to try and sprinkle it on the townsfolk because they're enthralled by this thing. I want to try to break them out of it to stop their chance. Okay. All right, let's do that. Um, So yeah, so you kind of sprinkle it on them. Roll me an observation roll. Let's go ahead and do that. We'll use All that right. mechanic. Uh, so figure that's... figure out some way this will work, but go ahead and roll. Let's use that mechanic. Five die, or actually, with my crystal ball, it's six because my crystal ball helps me out with observation. And that's any negatives off of your conditions, right? Yep, uh, I still have angry, but the observ- but the plus one from my crystal ball ca- okay. cancels it out. That is two successes. Two successes. All right. All right. You notice uh, that a couple people aren't quite in rhythm with the rest of them, Nicholas. And Nicholas will keep on doing what he's doing. Okay. Father. Uh the father is trying to outshout the crowd with his mass and probably not succeeding terribly, but he's, uh, is he able to see the doctor from here? Um, or is he, he's kind of back in his own area almost. Yeah. Point, you, right? there, there is yeah. kind of basically a wall that is separating the two of you. Yeah. I mean, he, there's tears down his eyes, but he just has to trust that they're doing it. He's just continuing. Okay, so you're you're continuing continuing to say your mass, all right? Yep. Uh, it is the Vason's turn, and Colonel, you have successfully taunted it. Um, so it is going to go to you again. Um, oh no! I give you the same option. I, yeah, I'll go ahead. Uh, do you want to try to dodge or parry? Oh, uh, you're you're muted. Who I am? No oh. taunt. I will try to dodge this time. Okay, so you just need to get the same number of successes as I do. So let me roll real quick so you know the number. <laughs> I only roll two. What am I? What am I rolling? You're rolling um, uh, agility. Agility. Three. You need to get. You need to get two successes. Six. Come on. Oh, we got two successes. Yeah, you got two. That last, oh. one, that last one spun around in a way. <laughs> All right. So uh, it comes, it comes at you, uh, but you're able uh, to kind of move out of the way as it kind of comes in at both arms, and you just kind of miss and kind of duck underneath. Uh, and you're behind him now. Let's just say that's kind of how you got you got around him. Uh, so okay. yeah. So you missed uh, being massacred by this thing, Doctor. Uh, right. So, um, I have a sense of things. Uh, 
I don't, I'm not so worried about the bread and wine as I was. Um, I'm going to, uh, I guess the, well, I have, uh, I have this ornate box uh, that I carry with me that contains a syringe. I also carry some fairly toxic material. Um, so I'm going to um, take uh, as much poison as the syringe will carry and begin advancing on the beast in a stately, you know, manner, not running toward him. I'm walking toward it, it moves quickly. And as I advance down the open space of the church, I'll call out to the others, stop them chanting. I am doing my best, doctor. Okay. So you're moving towards uh, you're moving towards the creature. Uh, mm -hmm. I'll say, uh, you, do you want to get to it this round, or do you want to get to it next round? Um, I think I it's, it moves quickly, and I don't. Uh, and I think I want it. I I'm, this needle is of good steel and narrow, but the thinner its skin is, the better. So if the chanting is interrupted, I'm more likely to drive it home. So I'm going to give my fellows a chance to further interrupt the ritual. Okay, excellent, excellent, excellent. And then approach stealthily. All right. So we'll say that next round you'll be able to to get there. And if you're going to approach stealthily, go ahead and give me a stealth roll just to just to, to check to make sure. That's what I put my extra two in, and I've also still got that blessing on me. So I think you I'm do going to load up. Yeah, load it up because precision isn't my strong suit. So I've got three precision and my bonus two stealth and my bonus two blessing. So that's seven dice. And but one six. All you needed was one. Okay. Yeah, it seems to be, the creature seems to be more focused on uh, uh, Colonel Gustafsson right now than anything. So it, you're pretty yeah. sure it, you, it doesn't notice you. Harold, what do you wish to do? Uh, not Harold can't figure out a better way to stop the chanting than he walks up to one of the chanters and slits their throat. Man, woman, or child? Man. Okay. All right. Well, so you just murdered someone. Actually, uh, actually, technically, well, no, they're they're not going to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't really need a roll for that. <laughs> That, that escalated quickly. Well, the doctor told him. All right, uh, three, uh, Colonel, you're behind the creature. Yeah, the creature lunged at me. I ducked under its arm. So now it's facing that way. I'm facing this way. I hear Dr. Frederick yell, stop the chanting. So what I do instead is I run towards the chanters and I just dive into the group, taking down as many as I can with me. And of course, they get splattered with blood, thanks to Harold, who... Tell you what then, uh, Colonel, give me, I'll let you decide, uh, force or agility, which do you want to, to do? Uh, let's see. Force, agility is three. Uh, agility plus physique. At six, I'll take that one. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
I'm wiry. I got uh, two sixes. Two sixes. In that case, you take out two. All right. Well, that's three. That's three, possibly not chanting anymore. Okay. Um, Let's see. That's four to to five was Nicholas. Yes. Uh, Well, now that chanters are either getting flattened or stabbed, uh, he's... Nicholas will still try the powder because he does want to get as many people out of here as possible. But I think now he is more focusing on the children and the women because very clearly Harold has gone to murder. So, yeah, he's he's more he's getting he's working real fast to try and get them out of this state. Okay. Um. All right, so we've got one that's dead. We've got two that have been knocked down. Uh, all right, then. Uh, uh, go ahead. What did I ask you to roll last time? Was uh, observation? Uh, right? Observation, yes. Yeah, because that was what that was what was in the thing. So do an observation for me. All right. Hang on, just a second. I dropped all my dice. Okay, that is two successes again. Two successes again. All right. Uh, and you're focusing on women and children, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, do you want one of them to be Ada or not? Yes, one of okay. them is Ada. All right. Uh, that's another two. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, five, so we're now at seven. So, Father... You're at the point where you need bread and wine. What are you doing? I haven't heard anybody's voices. Oh no. He he's gonna just kind of yeah, he's he's wrapping it up and he's he's looking around. He's he's just kind of shouting, Lord, grant me the bread and the wine. All right, we'll see and, what the see what happens. The holy things and whatnot. <laughs> All right. Um it's the Vason's turn now. It turns around, and to be quite honest, it sees the blood dripping from the knife of Harold. Uh oh. Harold, do you wish to dodge or parry? <laughs> um I, so is the idea behind parry is that you return damage? Yeah. You're blocking it. Yeah. You're um, it. So, but it's, but it's close combat either way. No, one is agility, one is close combat. Dodging oh, is agility, close combat is parry. Oh, I'll definitely do the parry. Much, much more dice. Um, so close combat plus what for, for this physique? Uh, close combat plus physique. All right. You have to get more than what the Vason rolls. Yep. Very unlikely, given what he rolled against. Don't forget to add oh, your you weapon as go well. Go more than five. You got to get six. Six uh, sixes. Yahtzee. <laughs> well, when you're uh, rolling 12. Uh, okay, wait. How much am I rolling? You need to get six. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got one success. <laughs> You could push. Uh, yeah, I'll push. Is pushing re-rolling the fails only? 
uh, pushing is rerolling the fails only. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, however, you do take a physical condition. Yeah, that's fine. For this, I'll take. Round. I'll take uh, exhausted. All right, and you do have to get six sixes. Oh, is it absolutely irrelevant unless I get six sixes? Like, it, is the margin matter here or not? Um, I can do additional damage if I have more sixes than you. So if I get some more sixes, it might reduce damage. It could. Uh, however, well, that, that's a little mechanic-y, so I won't say that. But technically, yes. But it's okay. up to you to decide what you want to do. But yeah, you're, no, taking no, one... a... you're taking one already for, for re-rolling. Oh, right. No, I'm stupid. That, that would be bad. <laughs> that would be bad as far as the math there. Okay. okay. I will not take a condition. I'll just take the damage. All right. Okay. Um, you are, because of where you're standing, uh, Father, you're about to get some company as Harold goes flying through the iconostasis and lands in the sanctuary. You take three physical conditions from that. Exhausted, battered, and wounded. Okay. That was its turn. We're back to number one, Dr. Berglund. If only I'd somehow put the bread and wine onto Harold before he got knocked <laughs> over there, it would have been a very convenient <laughs> means of delivery. I will tell you, Dr. Berglund, you can take one round to get into the sanctuary if you wish. Well, I, I uh, burnt up everything <laughs> on the stealth to deliver this toxic needle into the most tender looking part of this crit critter. I'm thinking maybe somewhere around the kidneys. Okay. Um, I don't know whether I could put one or two of my doses of strong poison in the in the ampule. It's 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 one dose, one dose per turn. All right. So All right. that's what he's getting. So roll me because you're trying to get through the thick skin. Mm -hmm. It's not fighting back because it was just, you know, turning Harold into a ragdoll. But I do need a force roll to see if you can puncture the skin. Boy, it's a pity I don't have any extra tools on me. This is not my strong suit. Let's see. Huh? Yeah. Nope. One and four. Oh, uh, that's a physical. That's a physical. Jeez, uh, I only have two dice. I shouldn't have. Well, I didn't. I wouldn't have made the sneak if I hadn't had the last, perhaps. Uh, I'm going to face exhaustion to reroll. Okay. Come on, Doc. Four dice out of six. There's another five. Nope. No, uh, you go to try to put it in. The, the, the skin is just too tough where you decided to, to, to attempt to, to penetrate. Um, but you do notice a little flinch as if it noticed you. Mm -hmm. Harold, you've just been, you're, you're, you're now occupying the same space as Father Albert. Is that space too, uh, too far from the chanters to make a melee attack towards them? It would, uh, like I said, you can get to them uh, with a round. I will get, if I can make, if I can get close enough to make a melee attack, I will 
I will slit the throat of yet another one. Well, you can if get I, there. You you can get there. You wouldn't be able to slit their throat this round. Then can I uh, move halfway and throw the dagger or something? Um, sure. Um, give me a ranged combat. Okay. Oh, my ranged combat's not good. <laughs> as you're running, <laughs> as you're running, the father's just like, "Has the doctor returned?" Okay. Um, actually, I, I I don't think I'll do that. I think I'll run all the way up to the chanters instead. Okay. Colonel. Okay. I I know it needs to be done. I'm going to run at Dr. Frederick and take the uh, grocery bag that he's got with uh, the bread and the wine and run into the altar with it. Luckily, he's close enough that you would be able to get there in one round. <laughs> All right. Good, good. All right. So you were... <laughs> All right, Father, you do see the Colonel coming in with... <laughs> The groceries, as it was so eloquently put. <laughs> God uh, but beams it is, behind him. Yeah. It is Nicholas's turn. Cabbage. Hey, I got, got your DoorDash order for holy demonic exorcism yeah. bread. <laughs> uh, all right. Nicholas is, is going to keep doing what he's doing. He's going to try and break these people out of the trance. All right. Give me another observation. Yeah, observation roll. I am going to push as okay. I become frightened that this is not going fast enough and it needs to be done quickly before we're, we all die. And that is two again. All right. So you do take a, you just take another mental condition from that. Yes. When you, you put this staghorn on, um, the chanting ceases and they all just sit. Well, the one that doesn't have its throat slit and the ones that aren't already, you know, on the floor uh, from Gustafsson, but the ones that were still standing just stop chanting and sit on the ground. They seem to still be kind of uh, focused off of the distance. But the uh, chanting but has stopped. The chanting has stopped. Chanting okay. Has stopped. And then if I can do just some quick positioning before my turn is over, I'm going to get between the creature and the chanters. Okay. Yeah. Not a problem. Not a problem. Cause yeah. Cause he's still, he's still near the chanters because he threw Harold. So he hasn't really mm -hmm. moved. All right. Yeah. Shada. I mean, getting those groceries and <laughs> like, I'm not even sure he's bothering to open the bottle so much as this, hit it crack it open dunk the bread like this is the most abbreviated you've okay. ever seen one of these so this round i will i will let you have consecrated the elements could you use the the brief the brief version so you, now you have the consecrated elements great all right that takes your round now we need to light them on fire now it's the creature's turn father You've just done, just done something that really got the attention. It's going to leap and jump over the iconostasis and it's going to land right next to you. Oh, what do you no. wish to do, Father? Do you wish to dodge or parry? I think if I dodge, that's my next turn too, right? Uh, I'm not worrying too much about that okay. for that for this. Uh, he will I'm also standing right that. there too. Yeah. I'll, I'll oh yeah, the colonel's dodge. there. Harold's yeah, the there. Harold's there too. <laughs> He's the priest. 
<laughs> One success you have to you have okay. to equal. And that is uh, agility, right? That is agility, yeah. Uh, I got one. That's all you needed. Yes. Uh, how do you how do you escape the the clutches of this uh, massive creature, there, father? Oh no! Um, he leans back on that uh, that counter that we pulled out, and it just slides underneath him, and he kind of hits the floor, and it just right over okay. him. All right, yeah. Works for me. Dr. Berglund, the chanting has ceased, and the creature is now in the sanctuary. Uh, so it's, can I get there in a, in a fast move? You can, um, basically, as I've kind of had it for everybody, you can get, you can use your full turn in order to get there. So you're going to use your, you're going to use your long move, you're going to use your long action, or your slow action, excuse me. And wait, so if I use my slow action to get there, I would have a fast action left? Or? You'd have a fast action, a fast action left, yeah. Right. So around that door and uh again looking for a soft point. Um I so you're basically using the the aim, um, uh, for lack of a better term, uh thing for your fast action then. Okay. So you're looking for and you think you might see a spot uh that might help you in your next time uh, of going through. Okay. Uh, well, three. He's going to stay where he is, after yeah. all, because he's got. All right. Uh, Harold. Uh, Harold is just going to try to. I, I don't think that it matters with the, this thing's like general size and physique, that I don't think it matters if I try to physically block the father. So I think I'll try to distract it and taunt it, like at a different. Um, at a different position and just see if it, I can gain its attention over the father. Okay. Um, give me a manipulation roll. Okay. But I am going to require two successes because the father has started to do something that it really, really, really doesn't like. No successes. Uh, can I gain a mental condition? You can push a roll and gain a mental condition. Yes, you can. I am angry at its disregard of me. And I do succeed. Did you get two successes? No. <laughs> That's just one. Not enough. Not enough. All right. Uh Colonel. All right, let's see. So let's see how this works. What I'm going to do is I am just going to thrust my saber. I've got to be standing like right next to the thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're pretty close. I'm really close. Thrust it in like right underneath its arm as it's standing there. But at the same time, see how this works. I'm going to yell for Dr. Frederick to hit it with the needle right here. I'm using tactician to give him an advantage by if he obeys me. I think okay. that's the way that it works. I see what you're doing. Okay. On his, on his roll. Does your advantage give a plus one or a plus two? You know, I didn't write it down. 
but I okay. I thought it's in the book. All I right. Well, go it. ahead. Yeah, if you could find that form, because I don't remember if it's a plus one or plus two. Uh, but go ahead and roll me close combat for your attempted attack. Okay. Close combat is four plus three. A plus two. It's a plus two. Okay. I got three of them, three sixes. Okay. How much damage does your saber do? Saber does uh, two damage. Two damage, uh, plus another two for the uh, for the extra successes. So you've done four damage on it. All right. Yeah, you put a nice gash into the side of it. Um, but actually, um, I mass wrong there. Uh, it does have one armor for reasons. Um, so it's three damage that you did to it. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Um, good. Uh, we now go to five, which I believe is Nicholas. Nick. Uh, I Nicholas is going to run into the sanctuary uh, to the father, and he's going to prepare his liquor that he has had on him to help the father set the goblet aflame. Okay. All right. So you're you're uh, getting the liquor ready for him. Yes. Uh, Fada, what you got to do? What's the next step? Uh, the next step is to just start shouting this chant about "I bind Leviathan and all proud spirits." And he's he's kind of leaning back up against this thing and getting to his feet as he's just shouting at this thing right in front of him. All right. Uh, yeah. So you're 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 uh, going word for word for the ritual. Um, putting all your oomph into it that you possibly can. All right, excellent. As you're continuing on the ritual then, we are now at its the creature. Turn. The creature's turn. Doesn't like what you have to say, Father, at all. Not a bit, not in the slightest. Dodge or parry, Father. Uh, it's gonna be a dodge. All right, let's see. Oh, uh, no. No, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Would you believe? <laughs> All right. Excellent. I, I, again, I don't like 666 showing up with this thing right in front of me. It's concerning. <laughs> hey, the Holy Spirit's with you, Father. All right. Dr. Berglund, what do you wish to do? Uh, so there's the thing uh, got gashed by the colonel. Right. Right. And then he turned to grab the priest and the priest rolled out of his way. And mm -hmm. the and the colonel showed me. And I said, hit him in the, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I get an extra die. You get, if you do what he's asked, you get two extra die. And okay. because of your action last time, I'm giving you another extra die. So you do have three die plus three on your force roll if you're trying to stab it with the uh, the injection. Okay, so I'm up to six, which is more like it. And I've already failed right. like six times, so. And that's you got it, two sixes. All right. Nice. So you sink your your uh, syringe in and you press on it and you see this, this uh, toxin go into its body. Um, you start to notice that that area where it's at begins to uh, kind of solidify and begin to crack. Uh, you're, gonna... you're toxic it was a toxicity of six, right? That's right. Okay. 
And if I can fall away to load my second ambule. Yeah, okay. That's what I'll do, while, right. you know, rather than staying there to watch. Okay. Um, all right, that was on number one. One of the things you guys do notice now that you're all all in the sanctuary, I believe, mm -hmm. you start to hear chanting again out in the front Ow. of the sanctuary. Once their throats left. Harold. Um, oh, so, no. Okay, I feel like the manipulate plan did not go well. So even if it would have potentially gone well this turn, I think Harold's given up on it. At the same time, I don't think the dagger would do anything to this creature. So can I barricade the doors against the chanting outside? Is there any way I could do that? Well, I mean, it's not or really not outside. outside. It's just it's just on the other side of the iconostasis. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll go. I, I'll go. Uh, I'll go towards that. Okay. Uh, so you're using your 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 slow action to kind of get back out there with everybody else again. Yeah. Okay. Colonel. I'm just. I'm going to just continue slashing that saber into it. Give me another close combat roll then. One success. All you needed. All right. So as you you pulled your saber out and you slash it back in there again. Um, and when you do that, you notice that where uh, uh, where the doctor had kind of put in the, the medicine it had, or not medicine, the, the poison, uh, it kind of solidified and began to crack. And you just kind of hammer into that same spot. And it shatters. And you see these fine particles of dust just fly across the sanctuary. Okay. The whole thing shatters or just that? The whole wound? thing shatters. Whole creature shatters. And just oh. particles of dust floating in the air. All right. Right. Nicholas. Even seeing the creature dissipate, he is going to light the cha light the chalice to continue the continue the binding. Okay. Uh, yeah, you fire the chalice. Um, and as you do, you notice that the things that are within the, within the chalice itself begin to uh, coalesce together uh, and begin to kind of form into to the solid mass. Uh, mass. Uh, and after it consumes the fire and down below in the bottom of this chalice, you see this red ruby. The crystallization of wine. That's what Nicholas saw. Let's see, that was five, seven, father. He's going to get a test of this purity right now as he's just putting his meaty paw right in there and grabbing the ruby out. Okay. When you reach in, the ruby itself is extremely hot and yeah. it's just burning your hand. Uh, you are going to take one physical condition yep. from that. Uh, as you pull it out, 
you start to see all those particles of dust that were floating in the air from the explosion begin to coalesce and seems to kind of be rushing into uh, the, the, the ruby that you hold in your hand. You're just trying to hold on as much as you can as the force is just kind of there. Uh, and you're just holding as best as you can as everything kind of just gets in there and then it's done. And as you turn and, and look at the crystal, there seems to be deep within this crystal, uh, it's something, there's something moving in there. There's fire in there and it's swirling around like in a, like a, like a maelstrom within this gem. It is done. Father, I think we know where to lock that. Yes. I, I don't think we can leave it here. And he, he's have a not vault taking home? it out of his hand. <laughs> you do have a vaulted yeah. home, yes. Yeah. No, this this must, has to go with us. This is... We must lock it away. Where no one may ever find it again. You, don't you do people. also notice that as soon as every particle entered into the gym, the chanting immediately ceased outside, out on the other side of the Iconostasis. Yeah, Nicholas will go out once the chanting stops to see the people. They all seem to be asleep. Well, then we can leave. <laughs> leave them with yes. a mystery. <laughs> the, uh, the problem of the injured and dead will have to be resolved. Yes, that will be. Well, luckily, there is only one that's dead. Um, two of them are a little bit uh, bruised by the colonel's tackling. But the other ones that have the staghorn, they seem to be, there's nothing physically wrong with them that you can tell, Doctor. I thought you only slit the throats of two of them. No, just the one. Just the one. He was he was on his way back for another, but got interrupted. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we have this, but they're all down by the river looking for. Yes, they're in the woods, so we can make perhaps even father. We can bury this fellow quietly, and I mean the whole. I suppose uh, there is a fresh dug grave. Yeah, put him in there with Father. Uh... Yes. I mean, it's, it was the Father that opened that this door to hell in the first place. Well, the rest of you contained to that. I am going to perform one last seance on the people I dusted with the horn just to make sure they will be okay. I, I know that is a very powerful powder, and I do not know what too much exposure will do to them. Make sure, if you can, that they remember exactly what happened. Yes. Um, perhaps, uh, well, I should see that uh, Lieutenant Gustafsson, who's looking rather poorly, perhaps, Father, if you walk Ada out into the public square, we can put a good face on the circumstance. Yes, I, I don't think we can just leave. And, Harold, I have need of your skills. Um I have need of your skills as well. I, I do think I have something to confess for, Father. 
Well, then we shall uh, confess to each other again once we're done with this endeavor, but we still have to save Vilho, and I fear we may have to implicate Tanya in a less than truthful manner. Mm. I agree. Okay. So so as I'm hearing, you're going to, the, the one person that's dead, you're going to go bury them while everyone is off in the forest kind of looking for these missing people. You're going to mm-hmm. bury the one in the grave. Um, and the other ones that are asleep, uh, Nicholas is kind of looking after them. As far as you can tell, they seem yes. to be okay. Um, they don't have uh, any memory whatsoever of what they've been through. Okay. And the None. powder and the deer horn doesn't seem to have affected them too poorly? Okay. Not that you can tell. Got it. And the others seem to notice that I, I walk away. I walk over into the corner of the church for a few minutes, and I seem to be talking to somebody who's not there. And then uh, I come back to join them. Yeah, you heard, uh, Colonel, just uh, not your time. No. Little stuff that you need to be attended to. Let me. I have well, to clean. I'm, the... I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Yes, clean the wounds. Uh, yeah. It's mostly just my ego that's been bruised. No, that's like uh, the, those ribs are. No, it's not just your ego, idiot. <clears throat> well, and what are you guys going to do about Vilho? Um, yeah, we don't really. The father had an idea, and it's an unfortunate one, but with perhaps Harold's ability of writing and whatnot, he would like to forge a letter uh, from Tanya explaining her plan to dispatch of the father to go live with her son and sell the uh, the cross through an ambulance, or through kind of a sell it to this guy, get it to him, you know. So he just happened across it, and she was the one behind it. Who is the dead person? One of the one of the villagers. Just I was going to say we could we could blame it all on that person and say that he's the one who murdered the priest. We just had a battle with him. He had all of these other people here hostages, and we rescued them all. My only concern is that that body may be found in some day whereas we know oh. that Tanya's body will not be found also these people can't remember being hostages so right, right. they have no memory he had them all yes yeah. mm-hmm. i mean Perhaps. for all i know he's a shoemaker who you know is a devout you father can't of trust those shoemakers <laughs> I think we get rid of the body. We blame the widow who is past suffering. Okay. Get out. So that's the direction you guys want to go with it is uh, blame the widow? Mm -hmm. Blame Tanya. Okay. All right. Uh, Yeah. uh, Yeah. uh, Harold's able to uh, to kind of forge a letter that seems to be uh, uh, passes mustard. Um, And it takes it takes a little bit of time. Uh, but uh, you eventually do get a letter back from uh, from Frederick uh, saying that uh, Vilho has been released um, and that there is a, a manhunt out for, for Tanya uh, in order to bring her to justice. 
That is the end of our story. All right. We did it. Nobody died. Hey. Well, well one guy <laughs> one guy died, but a couple of, couple of people died. Yeah. Once again, we died. fought off the devil. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Very good. Uh, well, as, as Thomas can attest, compared to the last time I was on, this went much better. <laughs> yeah, you didn't shoot anybody in the face. <laughs> All right, well, let's finish up. Our players included Chase Capner, David Gasway, Connor McLean, uh, Nathan Decker, and myself with Thomas Bailey as the Game Master. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. If you'd like to help support our show, please visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel. And punch the bell icon for, icon for updates on our latest shows. And leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Riley, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of Scandinavian mythology and the vase and role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.